You should be barricaded in your house and kept off of the street or sterilized lobotomized left in a car and heat Cause the things you say and do tell me your brain cells are a few and that is why I hate you Oh shit, I just realized I didn't switch out my chair I got the Oh, the creaky chair That's alright, I'll just have lots of you editing to These do These are the sounds I missed That title, your creaky chair and you being pissed off about it Oh man, this chair is always pissing me off I don't know why, it's always been creaky fucking chair hey everybody welcome back to the podcast i'm matthew and i'm here with my buddy joaquin we're gonna chat about uh we're probably just gonna complain a lot about a bunch of stuff because we haven't done this in a while so i know i have a lot of shit i'd be happy to we complain haven't even about. seen each other in a while so no we haven't when's the last i well i saw you uh for your daughter's birthday that was i think the last time i actually saw yep, you in that person was last month and that was a month uh, ago. that was a fun party though and i uh, i still was cracking up at the fact that all the parents just kind of dropped their kids off and left fucking <laughs> I know, apparently, according to my wife, that's always been, a, that used to be a thing. I can't say it's always been a thing. It used well, to be a thing because it's come up before, but that's never made sense to me. It was a thing when we were kids because, like, it was the 80s and 90s and parents didn't care. They were just like, sure, have fun. <laughs> oh, I did. My, I, I mean, like, I think I only, I think I only had one birthday party, but yeah, everybody just got dropped off. And when I went to birthday parties and first second third grade i just got dropped off and my parents would get me later uh, it was always the case didn't matter mm. if it was at a house or if it was in public but that's not like uh, it's just not the age we live in these days, these days i mean i'm sorry i've been dropped off like if it was a friend or a family member yeah but not with strangers this is like yeah. it's purely strangers yeah but well also you're having it was a mall birthday party at a, a mall yeah. place Right. So to just drop all these kids off at a mall and then just take off and be like, all right, good luck keeping all these kids together. Because you have a lot you of kids. You better keep my darling safe. Like, yeah. that's insane. Oh, not um, to mention, these same parents that apparently trusted us enough with their darling children will not call my wife back to set up play dates with my kid. That's really irritating. It's super irritating. Playdates like, are hard these days. I mean, with you, it's different because we're friends, so we can just yeah. chat with each other and be like, yeah, Yo, you want to hang out? But um, most of my daughter my son's friends are, like, I don't know the parents, and it's weird to be able to get a hold of the parent and, and be able to chat with them. And I don't know, even yeah. the ones we know, it seems like it's hard to get anything set up and written in stone. I don't know. I mean, it is kind of hard even for us, I guess. Like you said, like, it's not, it's not, it's not like a draining for us to set something up, but it's still pretty hard. Cause like a kid will get sick. It's just the logistics. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the it, logistics of it is kind of actually being in communication, being like, Hey, let's get this set up. Isn't the hard part. Like even this weekend. So, Oh, well I wanted to ask you about this anyway. So, cause this was like an interesting thing that came up. My, my daughter has a friend. Uh, yeah, I won't say her name, but she's got a, a friend in her class and it's her birthday, her friend's birthday. And she didn't okay. want to have a party or anything. She decided she wanted to go. There's this water park down in Jersey that's apparently like the biggest indoor water park in the United States. Yeah. Uh, that's DreamWorks themed. So anyway, she invited my daughter to go with her down to this water park with her parents for the day. That's all she wanted to do for her birthday, which was cool. I was like, oh, it must feel really good that you know she invited you down. But they, her, her mom texted my wife. I think they had each other's numbers from when she came to my daughter's party or something like that. I don't know. And asked, and my wife's like, well, what do you think? It's like, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like I want her to be able to go, but it's weird. Cause it's this like 
uh, hour and a half, two hour away place with people we don't know to a water park, um, which has its own inherent worries. Yeah. So it, it was weird. So ultimately we were both like, well, we don't want her to not go. And my, my wife had said, well, maybe I'll go with her. I was like, I don't know. And then she ultimately just made the decision herself. She just was like, hey, yeah, that's totally cool. Get, you know, and they, I think they actually said, like, you can come if you want. Yeah. So my wife and uh, my daughter went with them, uh, the, the parents, and I think they're my daughter's friend, and I think her sibling or something like that, to this uh, this water park down in Jersey for Saturday all day. My uh, daughter's been to the water park. Sorry. Ow. Cat. Oh, she, your cat Sorry, is My trouble. cat's being nosy. He's just jumping on me. But it was just a weird thing to be like, okay, do we let our daughter go to this water park? I mean, speaking like we were talking about, like not just dropping your kids off at a party yeah. and leaving. And this was like, you're going to take oh, my I daughter. Wouldn't, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, no. So I, I was like, it sucked. So yeah, I'm glad my wife offered to go because I don't want to go to water parks. <laughs> I don't like the water. Me my daughter neither. got back. Was all that, excited. Actually, the we same talked about water this. park thing. That's what happened with with my wife. She was like, she's gonna go. She's like, she didn't even question it. She's like, you don't go in the water. It's like you are a hundred percent right. <laughs> like, oh, my I, wife didn't even bring it up to me. It wasn't right. even a question of do you want to go instead. <laughs> she didn't even yeah. bother asking. My unless when my daughter is, got home, uh, unless my kid is gonna drown or a kid I care <laughs> about is drown. Okay, honestly, if any kid's drowning, I'm yes, gonna probably yes. drown with them. That's different, but yeah. like. My, but, um, like, unless my kids like needs help, I'm not getting in the water. Yeah. I'll go in the like, water to, too to many save anxieties. a life. Yeah. There's too <laughs> many anxieties heading towards there. Yeah. Like my wife was like, man, we should take, you should, you know, take the family to the water park. I'm like, okay, you guys can have fun. She's like, you <laughs> yeah. can go. I'm like, no, I'm not going to go. She's like, well, you can wear a shirt. Cause that's my first anxiety. Yeah. That's my, my first off. anxiety too. Yep. And she she was like, do you know how many dads were there with their shirts on? I was like, I still don't want to be part of that crowd. Well, that's it's well, that's absolutely right. There are, I mean, I see it all the time. There are definitely hundreds of thousands of dads or millions of dads out there that don't give a fuck. And they're just like, whatever. But I'm not that dad. No, but it's, the ones that don't give a fuck just take their shirt off and don't give a fuck. I'm talking about like, I'm insecure, but you know what? I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to do it because just, just maybe. Just maybe no one else will notice. But well, that's for me, still a different level, it makes though. me confront how fat I've gotten. Yeah, me too. Like, me and too. I don't want to confront that. That's why I wear big clothing. I just me don't. Want to, I don't have the time or the emotional, <laughs> the emotional elasticity to confront how I don't fat either. I've gotten. That's why I wear extra large hoodies and t-shirts and sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been okay. I've been going commando recently. Have you ever? You go. You wear. You wear underwear. I bet. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, do. I don't know if it's out of sheer laziness or what, but I just was like, I'm sick of wearing underwear. I always feel like everything's pressed up against me, and um, it's, it was nice for a while, but I've encountered a new problem. I think my balls are just too old, so they kind of just fall like down in between my legs, <laughs> and I'm constantly crushing them. It happens all the time. <laughs> all right, one, I, 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 my, my balls are still supple enough where that doesn't happen. Not mine. I've caught my balls before, but oh, not yeah. because they hung in any sort of way. I only went commando like when I was in high school. It wasn't because I was in school and being gross. It was just that because if something felt uncomfortable, I'd try something. Well, why is it gross? Why does it got to be gross? Well, because it's inappropriate. You're in school and you, if you're wearing sweatpants. You oh, OK. Like, you not mean socially the, like, inappropriate. Yes. And, and, you're, okay. and the, the actual gross part, even if you wash yourself, you're sitting in a chair for like an hour at a time. Yeah. And especially in the summer, that's just. 
Yeah, but did like, you it's, underwear? It's, does a pair like of underwear do anything to cull that? Chair, you don't need that. Yes, it does keep in the. It keeps the moisture drop. I guess. It, yeah, out. I guess it does. Unless you're extremely sweaty. Yeah, I guess it does. You, I guess you're right. Have you have you ever seen somebody get up from a chair and they just leave that ass yeah, print? The ass prints on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that linger oh. are usually people who are wearing thongs or oh, so are going commando. Yeah. So, so either way, about. I mean, even high school me was able to wear jeans. So that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, as an adult, I like the security. Like once <laughs> I discovered boxer briefs, that was it. That well, that's was all it. I wear. Was, I was set. That's all I'd ever worn. I, you I better go away, cat. I was funny. You're and... not. No. <laughs> no. You need to get him some catnip. <laughs> oh, no, no. He gets wild on catnip. I never, I never understood the concept of what catnip was and how it worked. On is it just a chemical um, thing? Yeah, I mean, it just it usually oh, it will help cats it. relax. Sometimes other ones it makes them jittery or they have fun. It's, it's like cat weed. Like yeah, it's cat weed. Yeah. And you know what? Like I think it's cool. my cat did mellow out a lot, but when he's like, as soon as he takes it, he goes wild and then mellows out. That makes sense. Well, that's good. At least it doesn't make him crazy. When, you know, yeah. when I now I think of when I was in high school, all I would wear was was khakis. I wouldn't wear anything but oh. khaki pants. Actually, in my early twenties too. Zip off khakis. Oh no, just straight up oh. real deal like dockers. Oh no, I was thinking of cargo, cargo nope. pants. I'm like sorry. real yep. deal. I don't know what it was. I felt like I had to like dress always dress nicely, so I always had like khakis Weird. on, like collared shirt. And then I finally got into jeans in my thirties, my early thirties. Guitar. Yeah, I got into jeans. I have. Dude, I have pictures oh. of me playing it with punk bands, my punk band then, with a pair of khakis on <laughs> okay. and a collar shirt. I look like an idiot. <laughs> and then I got into jeans in my early 30s, and now I'm just like, I'm a sweatpants guy. <laughs> I wear sweatpants. Yeah, no. That, that Once I got out of the army, it was just like all sweatpants all day. Well, sweatpants are like a thing now. Like, I feel like, I think sweatpants are just a, a common trend now. Like, kids wear sweatpants now. Well, as, my parents traumatized style. me on sweatpants because my mom would take me to Walmart when Walmart opened around here. And she would buy me every color of of sweatpants and sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. And she would not allow me to mismatch them. So you had to wear a red hoodie, red pants. Green it wasn't even a pants. hoodie. It was just a sweatshirt. sweater top. A, I, and a, 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 like a sweat a sweat top. And the amount of times I've been called Hey Kool-Aid as a kid <laughs> fucked me up. And I stayed away from sweat clothing for the longest time, it took sweatpants getting pockets for me to start changing my right. idea about sweatpants. Am I wrong about this? I feel like when I was a kid, like elementary school, like kid, mm-hmm. sweatpants were like a scrubby thing to wear. Mm-hmm. Like if you wore sweatpants, it was, it was like, you're oh, you're, you're, no, not even lazy. Like you're poor, you're scrubby. Oh, no, no, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm sorry. You were shit. Yeah, like, because I remember, I remember not wanting to wear sweatpants because I didn't want to get made fun of for being poor. I have a feeling that. And maybe I'm wrong here, but maybe it was the advent of wearing pajama bottoms to school. I feel like that, that was later. That. I think that was like high no, school. No, we were in school, school when it happened. Me. Yeah, but like I oh, think it was oh, like no, secondary. you were ahead of me. Yeah, you were ahead of me. I was a little yeah, I was a little ahead of you, that's true. Yeah, yeah I remember when me, that happened too. People started wearing sweatpants around that time because it was after getting over the hurdle of just girls wearing pajama bottoms to school. Because remember, right. there was like a whole bunch of girls doing it. Guys didn't do it. Yep. And then Hispanic dudes started doing it sp- specifically. And well, then nobody gave a shit. Then they started making it like a, a school day. Like they'd be like, oh, yeah. pajama day. And then I remember like wearing my pajama robe and pajama pants <laughs> to school being like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I look dope. I don't dope. think I ever participated. I did because I liked wearing pajamas to school. It's like I wore my robe too and it was comfy. I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, uh, that was an interesting uh, scenario with the water park and trying to decide what to do. I'm glad she got to go. She was super. She would Good. not Did shut the fuck up about it. Oh. Yeah, she had a great time. But yeah. she, we told her. I think like four days before it was like the Wednesday before Saturday. Yeah. And she would not shut the fuck up about it. She would not stop talking about. It. Like she'd be like, so. At the water park, they have this one slide, blah, blah, blah. And then she'd come back over to me. So, Dad, um, at the water park, I think I'm going to bring – then she had, like, this itinerary. And she was planning what she was going to bring with her. And she was trying mm-hmm. to plan the car ride. I was like, it's like an hour and a half car ride. She's like, I'm going to bring my iPad. I think we're going to play Roblox in the car. And I was like, you're going to talk to each other in the car. It's like an hour and a half ride. You're going to your you not bring your so iPad. Like your wife is kind of funny. <laughs> she's like me too. She's got she's got our both of our personalities mixed into her. I mean, she looks like I, me, but she's got her. No, I was about to say she acts like your wife. Yeah. Like she's... she just has everything planned down to what conversations you're going to have. <laughs> she had a whole itinerary. It was Now she um she's trying to plan her room. She uh she was talking to me like every night we put her to bed. One of us usually sits there with her for a couple minutes before she goes to bed. I was sitting with her the other night and she's like, um, you think I could maybe like do a little redecorating in my room? And I was like, yeah, I was like, you you know, the way your room is now is just like we put together for you before you were born. You know, we were just trying to yeah. put something nice together for you, but you have your own personality now. And she got really sad about the idea of taking down like what we had put up for her. I was like, no, no, Aww. that was just placeholders. I was like, that was all placeholder stuff. Just, we wanted something to look nice for you, but it's your room. You should have your own personality. And I meant like maybe she would put some posters up. You know, we get her some maybe a new curtains. And she's like, comes to me with this design plan. She's like, okay, first I'd really like to get a bunk bed that has like the desk or a couch underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, she feng shuied the whole thing. I, know. I said, you know, I, I was kind of thinking we would maybe get some posters or something, not buy you a new bed set. It's going to cost us hundreds yeah. of dollars. And she's like, I understand. I know it's a lot of money. So it's okay if we can't do that. And I was like, it's not what I had in mind at all. So she's planning her new room. And I'm worrying about that now. Uh, My daughter is absolutely the same way. She, she'll she do that. But luckily, well, it's not luckily. We're trying to get a new house for this reason. Um, she still ha- shares a room with her brother. So she doesn't have that type of power yet. So I'm afraid when she gets her own room, like yeah. she's going to tell us how that room is set. She'll, she'll, she could do it even with her brother there, though, because she's older. So she'll just take charge of it. Like, this is my room. No, 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 no. No, we will not. No. Well, she, no. I'm saying she could try. I'm not saying. Oh, no, no. Her, she but. could try. But that's what I'm saying. Like, my daughter decided that we were getting another pet. She just came up in her mind that we agreed to have another pet. And it took three <laughs> weeks to fight that. Yeah, that's, that's it's not happening. We don't have enough space. We already have a pet. It's like, oh, okay, but what what happens when he dies? I went. He, she actually I, said that. Like, what happens uh-huh, when he like, dies? He'll be mourned, and then we're not getting another pet. <laughs> and I, don't I know want another that pet. for for me, like even just that has always been weird to me. Like you know, some the pet dies, and so to immediately like fill the hole because we don't want to deal with the sadness of losing a pet. You just yeah. get a new one, and it just commodifies like the animal. It's so weird to me. No, that but you're totally right. I think that's what like most people do. They just, as soon as they lose a pet, they they get another one. I see it on Facebook all the time, where yeah. I have somebody that's like, "Oh, my my cat and my dog just passed away." And a couple weeks later, here's my new puppy. <laughs> it's, 
Now, it's usually, don't get me a wrong. lot of times it's like the same type, the same the same type. They make sure to just replace. Yeah, it's like totally <laughs> a replacement. I mean, when I was a kid, we we kind of did. I felt like I feel like we did that, but it was always a different animal. So yeah. it wasn't that bad, but yeah, like my mom did that when we were kids too. We'd have, and our, so our pets always face tragic endings. It was like hit by a car. We had a pet oh that ended God. up like having cancer. We had a cat that had cancer. It was never like just natural causes. They always had some miserable death. For um, me, it's weird because I, I've never grown up with this problem. I and mean, maybe I'm a bit of a sociopath, I guess. But like if a pet died, I'd be sad. I, I cried over two pets that have died. But overall, it was just like, okay the the pet died time to move on right my my wife's side of the family when a pet dies it's like a like it's the end of the world for a while i think that's normal though i think that's a lot of people yeah that might i said i I might just be disconnected in that in that regard so i i simp i empathize or sympathize i sympathize but i'm not fully capable of empathizing right yeah, when I, I mean, I, I had a, when I was re- like four or five or something like that, I had a black lab that ran away. And I remember being miserable and so sad about mm-hmm. that. But then after that, the pets we had, I don't think I ever really got that upset about. It was just kind of like, yeah, the pets going, I had guinea pigs and dogs and cats. And yeah. it was just kind of like, yeah, you know, so, uh, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to bring it up because my wife listens to this. But yeah, I'm not. Oh, not yeah. I don't know what we're gonna do with my with my dog. It's not gonna be a fun time. But well, that's anyway. the thing. Like I, I, you already know. I like. I love your dog. Like she's a big pain in the ass, but I, I, I love she's her so much. Giant pain in the ass. Uh huh. And my my cat specifically, it wasn't the it wasn't the plan. But my cat is my cat. He's you saw when I when we turned it on. He was on my yeah. shoulders. Like yeah. he is bonded to me when he dies i will be sad but i also have the realization he's a cat right like i he, i will like mourn a, a him lifelong as, partner <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll mourn him and i'll remember him and i'll have pictures that like i'll like remember but overall i'm sure that if i passed away he'd feel sad and then be like okay feed me and then eat like <laughs> yeah like I, so i just and it's not like well he won't care about me so no no it's not that it's just the reality of it. Yeah. No, I understand. I think you're totally on point. So I, I agree with you completely. I don't know. I, <laughs> I you know. Why are we talking about dead pets? <laughs> well, because we, we're just jumping from topic to topic. Uh, we haven't really spoken much at I all. I know. I know. Oh, well, I haven't <laughs> even talked about. So I got, uh, my wife got me a Steam Deck for Christmas. Did I tell you that? No. But I remember my seeing my first Steam Deck at your house. Dude, your, oh, your that's friend. right. My cousin brought it over. Your cousin, cousin. It was your cousin. Yeah, my cousin who I've been I bothered so much after I got it. I was like, how do I do this? How do I set that up? She helped me a bunch. And then I realized I have barely used it because I realized how many things you can 3D print for it. <laughs> and like for like two weeks straight, my printer was just going day and night. I printed all you kinds of You found a cool reason to use your 3D printer that yeah. you have not well, really been using. Well, that's that's kind of the whole point of the 3D printer for me, though, was like I got it. I got it and I didn't set it up for like over a year. I finally set yeah. it up and then I didn't use it for like six months. I finally started using it and I was kind of obsessed with it for a while and I was just printing dumb shit. Like I have all these like uh, little fidget toys and shit I was printing. And then I just started using it for practicality. Like, okay, so my daughter got a board game, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm playing with it right now. She got a board game, didn't come with the stands for the playing pieces. So I you 3D printed oh, a bunch of Oh, that's cool. I was like, problem solved. Easy. Yeah, looked that's it up, pretty Found awesome. some 
printed them. Um, so then I got Steam Deck, and I was thinking, okay, well, what do I need for this? And I asked my cousin. She's like, oh, you get a screen protector. Comes with a case. You really don't need much else. I was like, okay. And I started looking, and I was Whoa, like, she told stands. you you don't need much else, and she literally has, like, a full suitcase for the Steam Deck itself? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, as far as, like, primary things you need like there's all, mm. all kinds of shit you could get which i did i mean i yes, got a couple but, things for it but but she's your cousin she knows the type of person you are she knows true. she's not she shouldn't be telling you oh well you know you just need the bare bones no she needs that's to tell you it. the shit that she has well i mean i think i did say to her like what do i need like what are the things i need to get but anyway what is she autistic she <laughs> if she isn't she should not take you that literally yeah i guess that's true <laughs> but um <laughs> But I went online, dude. I printed so many things. I printed uh, like a little insert for the that goes in the case that you put yeah. the, the the plug in and carries SD cards. I printed a little folding stand that goes in the case. I printed. Did I show you my dock? Oh, I didn't show you the dock. I, I haven't seen you. What? Like, I don't. I, I put. Oh, you're it. not on Facebook, Grenade. Oh, I gotta send no. you a picture. I 3D printed a dock for it. So I bought a little hub on Amazon. Okay. And then I I 3D printed the dock for it. it was a few pieces and then like i i printed out the logo that goes in there's like an inlay and you you, you glue the logo pieces into it. it's so dope looking it took like two days to print and then i printed everything i printed for my cousin too so she had one too so right, when we hang out i definitely got to check that it's out, so fucking cool the, the one i printed i'll send you a picture of it so i printed a whole bunch of shit for that and now it's been off for 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 a couple of days now because i spent like two weeks just it printing shit rest. It does need a rest, but it's like for practicality, it's so useful. It's just like, okay, I was like, okay, I'm going to buy that. I want to get a kickstand. I want to get this and that. And I just said, oh, I, I just print all this stuff. My dad is <laughs> trying to find a reason to get a 3D printer and I can't give him any reasons. Um, I can. So I would it's probably dope. have you hook you two up to talk. Dude, it's so cool. It's the coolest <laughs> thing to be able to. Uh, the other, uh, my my wife's easy pass holder came off her, her windshield the other day and it was missing the suction cups. And I was like. Uh, I guess I'll get her a new one. She's like, can't you just print one? I was like, I can print you You're a new right. one. <laughs> it's just so useful because there's so many things online. Anything you can think of, you can find online. I printed a new stand for my watch yeah. um, when I got that. Anyway, it's so fucking dope. But the Steam Deck, I literally i have spent less time using it than I have just printing shit. I spent a bunch of time putting all these ROMs on it. I have like thousands of ROMs on it now. Um, and I got all the Jackbox games. So when we play Jackbox, I have every one now. Nice. Uh, and I bought a couple other indie games that were on sale because they had the big winter sale. But fairly used to fucking thing. I set it up to do uh, my chair squeaking like a motherfucker. I set it up to do remote play with my PS5. Like I did all this shit to set it up, and I haven't like really used used it yet because I was oh, so busy man. setting it up. Um, but it's cool. Unrelated, um, a, a topic that I like have been like really into recently. Um, mainly because you know how I'm so super anti celebrity worship. Yes. Um, is like the whole scandal that's going on with Logan Paul right now. Oh, wait, wait. I don't think I know about this. Okay, so... Wait, let, Logan Paul, he was the one that wrestled older... recently, right? Well, that? no. Yeah, that was Logan. That, that was, I think, wait, did Logan wrestle? Or I thought it was, was Jake. It Jake. Jake. I think it's Jake. Was it Jake? I don't give a fuck about either one of them, but I think it was Jake. Because Jake is the one that's more doing sports stuff right now. Logan is kind of in a little bit of trouble. Oh, no, it was um, Logan. It was Logan it was? Paul is the one that most recently, yeah, he was uh, one of the recent pay-per-views he wrestled, and he really got, like, lauded for his performance. Uh, I well, read a lot of things. I didn't watch it, but I read a lot of things the, that said he, he was really good. The Paul brothers are athletic. Like, when I first saw Logan Paul, it was on, um, on God, Vine. And he was, like, yeah, at they, the Great Wall of China, and he would just, like, in front of people do, like, a backflip and then a split. 
like just right. instantly and just surprise people by doing like feats of you know athleticism that well they started with like youtube and vine shit right that's yeah. where they started off um but you know jake was in like was is the shittier younger brother i mean they're both shitty but the shittier younger brother he's the one was, boxing, like, part right? of disney and he's the one that's boxing and right. i swear to god is just hiring people to beat up <laughs> and you think so uh, oh yeah i 100 percent believe it because i just can't I know I have a bias because I can't believe that he's as good as he says he is. Yeah. Um, I can see he puts in work, but he's literally fighting people with like shady credentials. Like they're retired. Right. No, I've, I've seen like, the fights he's done or like people who are retired or haven't fought in a very long time or like were, had like injuries and shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like was... it's just fucking ridiculous. Anyway, but what's the scan? We're going to go to Logan. So Logan has been like doing with like all like, LA, California, rich assholes do, and they try to get into crypto. And right. He did that. it once, years ago. Now, mind you, he was embroiled in a scandal about Pokemon cards years back, and people <laughs> gave him um, cool. some shit, but ultimately was like, he got scammed, so we'll give him a pass. Then he got involved with a cryptocurrency called Dink Doink, which is one of the lowest uh, valued cryptos out there now. Um, Because it was a shit coin. It was around when Dogecoin came out. And that was his version of Dogecoin. Oh, okay. I think I actually remember that. And and it it crumbled. And he he abandoned it. So he ends up trying to work on this thing he calls CryptoZoo. Which he... I've heard of that too. he He was never consistent with if it was just a crypto project or if it was a game. But he like pushed that it was a game. All it is is that you buy in with crypto... You get randomized cards and you can like hatch these eggs and get fused pictures of stock images of animals. So it'd be like if you got like a, a cat and a frog, you'll get a frat. And okay. it's literally a fused Photoshop picture of a cat and a frog. Okay, so that's stupid. It's um, so it's super fucking stupid. I mean, especially now, like I literally just go to Dolly or something and do uh, generate a photo <laughs> picture of a cat frog hybrid it would do something probably a thousand times better than he had going exactly also, didn't don't they have that pokemon site where you could take different pokemon and fuse them and, and mix them together yes so it's like a rip off of that too kind of well that's what i'm saying and mind except you, you have to pay crypto for it yes. why because it's a scam that's the big yeah, thing but, i mean it, it's, it's not a, like an it's nft a, right it's a money scam oh it is an nft scam. they are okay. nfts i mean i was gonna say it's a scam still but what what so this um, YouTuber who I followed for a while, but I never really watched his stuff, but I was bored and I like listening to it. And I actually, I started following him when um, our, one of our mutual friends tried to get me into crypto. So I was trying to get a better idea. I know idea who that is. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to get a better idea of it because crypto just sounds like tokens to me. That's all it sounds like. It sounds like I'm buying Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Yes. And I hoping mean, I that it'll gain value in the that is That is... Mixing it at, with the stock market. No, but I mean, at its face value, that's what it is. You're buying currency that you're hoping is going to gain value over time. I and mean, it's literally so what it is. I was trying to get a better idea and it just, it it, would, it never sank in enough for me to really care to do it. But I, did um, I, tell you I kept about following my crypto? him. No. Did I, tell you about, I did crypto. I did well with crypto because I bought a bunch of Doge right before it blew up. Yeah. And I sold it all when it blew up and I got a bunch of money out of it and then that was it. <laughs> Yeah, see, I wish I did that because I had an opportunity to, but I was just like, you know what? Nah. No, I mean, 
That's really what it was. I could have. I could have just as doing it. Yeah, I could have just as easily not. And I still have yeah. crypto that I because what I did was I put some money in, I mm -hmm. gained a bunch of money, I took out what I had put in, and then and some extra, and then I left a little bit, and now it's like worth nothing. <laughs> it was worth well, yeah, thousands of dollars. Gambling. Now it's, it's, it's it's just gambling, and yeah. but I didn't lose. Anything. I don't want that kind of addiction. Oh no! So. Agreed. And I'm always weary when it comes to money. Like if like like it's just weird to me. But anyway, so you know he he does he made this crypto zoo thing. So this um this YouTuber his name's uh, Coffeezilla, he did like a three part series about um um crypto zoo. Okay. Now mind you, crypto zoo I think has been out for like two years, maybe maybe a little bit over a year. The reason why I believe that the timeline is over a year one because I have a faulty memory about like specifics, but two. Logan Paul for a year was not communicating with his investors for a year, just didn't communicate with them. Right. And so the investors are asking like, where, what's going on? When is it releasing? Where's the money? I mean, like, they're kind of done to no, begin with for investing in that, but <laughs> well, well, the things they spent, like there's people that lost like $50,000 or 500,000 and they just like lost right. a lot of money. Yeah, like of good, Good, bad, and in the middle. No matter who they are, they put money into it. Well, I mean, this is not much and, different than the FTX shit, right? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the guy comes out um, with his his expose, and ultimately, like one video, pretty much leans really heavily into Logan's involvement and calling him an idiot, essentially. And then the rest of it is talking about the the shady guys he had running it. Like one guy took the source code and ran to, I think, Australia or something with the source code and held it ransom for like a million dollars. He said, like me, I have like 40 people on the payroll and they and Logan hasn't paid us. So I'm taking the code and I'm running. OK, essentially what his what he's saying, if it's true or not, I don't know because I wasn't there. nor do I care. But all I want, there's evidence for what coffee was putting forward and there was no evidence for what Logan put forward because Logan said, okay, I'm going to respond. It took him like a week or something to respond to. Did he say, videos. I want to fight you? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been funny. And he, it would have been funny. And I believe Logan would have beat his ass physically, but no, instead Logan ended up giving this hyper emotional, like, yeah, bro, you're stupid because, um, NFTs are just pictures and it actually works. And uh, because you're a liar, like he's using all these ad homonyms, calling like Coffeezilla a clout chaser and a liar, yeah. but presenting little to no, no evidence. <laughs> now, why is it lean into the, the celebrity hero worship thing? It's because I started watching, like I got a, a video because I, you know, I was watching other people what their takes on it were because Coffee hasn't responded yet. And some people like, Coffeezilla, um, you know, came up with this expose with evidence and facts, and then Logan responded with facts about. I'm like, you you what? missed the other word. You you missed the, the word evidence because because <laughs> um, the big one of the biggest liars on the internet, Onision, um, he calls himself the facts machine, and he he likes facts, but he lies all the fucking time. You can say facts all you fucking want. You need evidence. Facts yeah. only exist in the light of evidence. Yeah, oh, absolutely. and you're such a, a fucking a, a fucking fan of this person that doesn't give a shit about you and is probably taking money from you. 
that you're just going to believe them without evidence. You, that shit only works with people who are really close to you. And even then, they're more than likely lying to you when they're not presenting evidence. They well, just I mean, that's like, trust the, want you to trust the relationship. That's everything these days, though. Everything is people everything. just believing people with in, impunity. Yes. No. Yeah. But why? Without impunity. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I be a know. dick and I, like I not know. trust anybody, but... Why should I trust somebody who was part of scams before? Mind you, one of the people he hired um, was the guy who headed the Pokemon scandal. Well, it's not much different. Than, you you said it before. You you The only situations in which, which you, you believe somebody without these facts stuff is like family, right? Which is yeah. another word for tribe. So we're tribe. So it's, yeah. it's all tribalism. It's just, you know, this is my guy. I'm in his corner. They, they don't feel like he's some dude on the internet they feel like they're like part of his crew they're part of his group they're which leads me to to which what you saying that actually like gave me this epiphany this shit is conditioned this shit has always been conditioned because these people who are doing like their youtube channels and shit now are people that were part of the low gang or the xyz army or whatever like all these yeah. these early youtubers and like celebrity and the word influencer i fucking hate Whenever I hear influencer, I instantly don't trust them. <laughs> influencer um, just means I don't have a job and I try to make money off of Instagram content. That's what they me, mean when they say influencer. Like, you might as well just call yourself a convincer. Yeah, it's the I, same I, fucking I thing. I don't want to get a real job, so I sit around and I make Instagram content. That's what it is. Yeah. Also, I have an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that bothers me because I'm like, if you're like... Yeah, we're a family. We're an army. Like, you are literally conditioning kids who then become adults and have that shit yeah. in their subconscious. That's very so true. they instantly will be, because they feel like they want to believe whatever you say, despite you giving them nothing. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that, because that's the kind of the time frame we're on now, right? Like, YouTube yeah. and shit started popping up, what, 10 years ago stuff, when Vine was really popular, and they were started, people started getting really popular on Vine. And these mm -hmm. YouTube channels, and now, like you said, these, there are these kids that were watching them that are now ad becoming adults or have entered adulthood and have been con conditioned to think these things, where they're now in a position to actually have influence in the world in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, oh. Like I watched this documentary, well, a semi-documentary about this fucking Russian woman who's trying to be an actress, but apparently she was a Red Sparrow spy and went around, and ran around the world. Which and uh, which one was that? Um, I can't. I think I know which one you're talking I about. Remember correctly, but I know I just, what you're talking about. Like essentially, like they were just all bullshitting each other. Yeah. That's all. The, that's all they were doing were bullshitting and just like wanting to believe what she's saying. For me, if somebody's telling me a story, and then it starts to get unbelievable, I'm going to ask qualifying questions. Yeah, oh, I agree. It, I just, I, I have to. Because I was, it just doesn't fucking make sense. It's funny you say that. I can't remember what podcast. I was uh, yesterday. I think it was just yesterday. I was listening to a podcast where I felt that way about the story the person was telling. I just kept going in my mind, this is bullshit, isn't it? And I wanted so badly the podcast. <laughs> it was a guest on that podcast. The fuck podcast was it? I very badly kept going, please ask a question. Like I just was like, ask them a question. This is clearly just slowly morphing into the bullshit territory. Can you ask them a question to qualify the the uh, validity of what they're saying, like something, just anything, anything, fucking anything. Like just, just call them out on something on this. Not call, not even call them out. Just, even just... if you believe them, even if you believe them, guess what? You'll get a more interesting story if oh, you yeah. fucking question them. It's a seltzer, not can... a beer, folks. Just. <laughs>
Although be I'm not a day beer drinking. is needed. Um, if you just fucking question them, you'll get a way better story. Yeah. How many oh, good yeah. Stories do you get when you ask a question and go, "Oh shit, yeah, I for- yeah, I well, forgot this about fucking that. shit happened." Like, yep. that, like that's, but nobody wants to do that. Yeah, you would think it would make things better. I don't understand it. I guess maybe sometimes people are just afraid to ask. I don't know. It's kind of the the, the way uh, the, the society run these days too, where sometimes people are just afraid to ask questions because they're afraid of being accused of something. Like, oh, you calling me a liar? Or, Sincerely, you'd be asking that. If, yeah, yeah, you would be asking that if this, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. I don't, I don't know. Like, what? Um, You're non-believer? Oh, have, I don't believe. <laughs> uh, I don't want to transition away from the subject if you weren't done. Right. But no, uh, I'm done. have you heard the? I'm only bringing this up because we talked about previously on the podcast. Have you heard about the new library news in the area? I heard that it didn't happen. That no, okay. The so there's new there's new library news. So I went I went to the library. I brought the kids to the library. I think like two weeks ago now, mm-hmm. and um, I went to check out, and they're like, "Oh, hey, uh, you know, your card expires at the end of December." So it was yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. It was right about the end of December, and I said, uh, "Yeah, I know. I, I gotta I gotta get it renewed." And they're like, "Yeah, no problem." So I called over to the library, uh, the local library that I'm technically a part of, to get it renewed, and we have access to this local city's library as part of an agreement of our towns. So like the towns in our area have an agreement mm-hmm. with the city library to allow us access to that library. And uh, it, it expired and they'd had, anyway, I called the library and I said, Hey, I need to get my card. Written. And she said, well, we're still waiting for the contract agreements with the towns that you live in. Uh, so right now we're just renewing them till the end of the month. And I was like, well, that's weird. Why wouldn't they have that contract in place before the end of the year? Right. Yeah. So I call over the town hall for my town, which I don't know if it's the same town as yours, but all four, all four or five of the local towns are part of the same agreement. And, uh, I talked to the to town clerk and I was like, Hey, now I was just wondering what was going on with this, why I don't have access, you know, the, they, they haven't gotten the contract. And apparently after the library vote failed in our area, miserably, uh, the library system that was pushing to build the library, uh, the executive director, this is all from what I was told to understand. I don't know how much of it is in fact, but this is all what I was told, uh, is basically said, I don't, we're not doing the agreement with the towns anymore. So they we're not going to give the town uh, residents access to the local library. Now, mind you, it's not a blanket thing. Not every resident has access. Yeah. I think I talked about this. I had to go and get proof of residence from the town clerk. They had to give me a, a, a signed uh, letter saying I'm a resident, which is fucking dumb. If I have a driver's license, it should be evidence enough I'm a resident, right? And I'd bring that over to the city library to get my library card. So anyway, I guess the executive director is not willing to re- redo the contracts and basically said it's not fair to the city residents who pay taxes that uh, there's no major taxes, there, there's no major funds coming. So she said, I... I'm not, I don't know, ah, whatever. I, a friend of mine's in, in local government. So he actually got a copy of the letter that was sent from the library uh, director to the board of the, of the local libraries and uh, basically said, it's not fair to the city residents who pay taxes that we allow these towns to have access at such a low rate. So they pay, I think, $75 per library card issued. And Based on the numbers I got, there's only about less than 500 cards issued for the four towns, which is nothing. And she said, she acknowledges that there are very few residents actually using the cards. And that's her other argument, that the towns aren't uh, actively trying to get the community to use the library. They're not marketing it. They're not advertising saying, hey, you can get access to the library. 
yeah. um, because they don't want them to because they don't want to have to pay for it, which I agree. They make it very difficult to get a card for the towns, I think, by design. They don't want people to do it. Like they don't you want agree to pay that that's it. what they're doing. You don't agree that they, that they should do that or should right. not do that. Yeah, no, that's not that they should do it. But I, I, okay. I, I, I agree that the towns are definitely making it difficult and not making it widely known because they don't want yeah, to make it. It's if you don't if you're not informed, then you're not going to do it. But if you right. do know that you can do it, they're going to make it inconvenient. So you don't want to do it. Correct. That's exactly what it is. Okay. And uh, again, there's only like less than 500 people based on the numbers because the way I, I uh, there's only about $35,000 coming from the towns going to the library, where the city is paying about a million dollars in taxes. Okay. I'm putting all this bullshit information into this podcast that nobody gives a fuck about. The gist of it is, basically, for political reasons, the library system is going to not allow us to access the library anymore uh, because they want. I think they feel that maybe if it's kind of sour grapes, like oh, you didn't want to build a library, well, fuck you, we're not going to give you access to the library system anymore. And maybe partially they're like, okay, well, maybe next time we have a vote, people will go, oh, well, now we don't have access to a library, so we'll vote yes, which. When the vote came up, I talked about it. There were some people that are like, we already have, have a library. We don't need a new library. Yeah, now. Which which my uh, neighbor had tried pointing out a lot on Facebook. No, no, no. It's it's not – we don't have a library. We have access to a library. It's a yeah, privilege. Yeah, we're borrowing. Like, yeah, that can be revoked like, at any time, which it now is being revoked. Um, so it was that, and it was people that were just like, we don't need a fucking library. We have the internet. We have Google, which was the majority it, of people. To oversimplify, it's essentially like you and a bunch of people live in a house – and you're like, okay, look, we have enough money. We should probably vote to see if we should buy the house. We're already right. paying rent. Let's see if we could buy the house. And most people are like, no, we're already living in a house. Why would we buy it? Right. And it's now kind of that we can't through. buy the house, the eviction notice has shown up. Right. And That's we can't almost live exactly in the house. what it is. So, I mean, what it comes down to is the the i guess the the board the library director wants the towns to pay per capita so basically pay for every individual in the town which mm. is is not you, you're not going to get a, the towns to do that like i said less than 500 people actually have library cards nobody wanted it failed miserably when they did a vote to build it yeah nobody's going to say yeah go ahead and let's pay for every person in the town to have access to library um and they're claiming hardship but like what hardship? What does it cost the library system for me to go use the library? Nothing. It doesn't yeah. cost them anything extra. So they're getting whatever little amount of money they're getting from the few people that are actually using it. Mm-hmm. They're getting without any additional overhead. It's not like it costs them extra. I can go to the library. What do they pay somebody to check out my books? It takes them 30 seconds. And even that, they have machines to do it now. So I don't even need to be – they don't even need to pay somebody to check my books there, out. I can yeah. walk in. Yeah. So it's not costing any extra. But anyway, I'm so fucking mad that I'm not going to have access to a library system anymore. And I have to tell my kids, yeah, sorry, we can't go to the library anymore because well, they don't know, think we should have I mean, access. I, I was going to make fun of somebody, but I'm going to hold back on that and just say that. I, I mean, the area we live in, I don't give a shit what anybody says. I think we're mostly red. Yes, absolutely. Um, and Who would say the, it otherwise? The, the, you know, I'm not paying taxes to take care of XYZ person, but they're essentially just cutting off their nose to spite their face. And then going right. to bitch about grievances like later on down the line because they have no future insight. Right. Well, I mean, I said it like uh, before on the podcast with like school sports. I pay a shit mm-hmm. ton of taxes and you do too for school sports that I don't care about at all. I mean, maybe yep. my kids will when they get older, but I couldn't care less about school sports. But I know it's important to a ton of people in my area. So I'm okay yep. with paying those tax dollars. And there's people in our area that even with the library system were like, 
look, it's not important to me, but I understand it's important. I'm okay paying the taxes for a library because I think it's important to somebody else if we decide to build one. Which again, Absolutely. it failed miserably. They're never going to agree to build one here. It's not going to change. So literally all they're doing by taking away access is revoking access from patrons to a library system that is, I mean, libraries are not popular anymore. They're, they're no. It's a down, a, 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 a flaw, oh my God, fledgling uh, system. I mean, I, I, I definitely think it should have been updated. But the problem that I have, like, because people instantly, and I think I might have said it before, is like, we have the internet. But when I really like think about it, especially, you know, I have a clearer head is going, well, my thing is with the library and it's not a hundred percent, but it's a library. The information that is in a library isn't so readily changed as opposed to the internet. That's true too. Like we can't, a lot of people have a hard time trusting a corporation like Google to say, well, it's not slanting or it's not changing information. Right. Um, and there's too much conflicting information where if you go to a library, this is stuff that's been like written down in a book and those things aren't going to fucking change unless somebody physically goes in and changes it. Oh, agreed. I mean, look, there are plenty of arguments to be made why libraries are, are beneficial. I'm sure there are plenty of arguments to be made why they're not. Why they're not. Yeah. Our, our town overwhelmingly voted they didn't want to build a new one fine yep. people in this area are not interested in library but why in the world are you going to say the people that do have interest and want to use the library system which again i mean you should you're a library system in an environment mm -hmm. where they're why they shouldn't they are there are very very few and fewer people being uh interested in using the library system the people yep. that want to use it let them come and use it you're still getting revenue from it um my thing was just update the fee, whatever the fee is now, figure out what the per capita is for the for the city that it's in uh, based on the taxes collected versus the population. And then just say, OK, for every person in the towns that wants a library card, it costs that much money. And just make yeah. sure each person that uses it is paying the same amount. You're getting the extra revenue. You're getting the extra patronage and having use of the library system without alienating the people that the, the 500 or so people in our area. Again, it's not a small, uh, a large group. It's a small group, but don't alienate the people that do want to use it and make them angry. And uh, I don't know. Money just makes so it so stupid. much worse. I swear to God. Yeah. Like, like it's just, just so irritating. I'm so like, like there's no reef. Like, again, I'm have no use for the library personally and i still feel like that's fucked like that's well, no, utterly fucked for it's for not people. uncommon though i mean a lot of people don't i just i i didn't really use the library until the last couple of years where i started and i i read a shit ton of books last year i made it a goal to yeah. read a certain number of books last year and i i hit my goal and most of it was borrowing from the library either ebooks or paper copies and i started bringing the kids to the library because they loved going and picking out books and it was a yeah. nice thing to be able to do so anyway, I don't want to talk a, a lot more about it. It's just, <laughs> it's just, I was so fucking angry. It's just like, why are you going to take away? There's, if if your primary, the only reason you would you would want to do this is for political pressure to try to pressure the area into building a library. It's not going to happen. It was not like yeah. it was a close vote. It was like <laughs> one. And to you're 10. not going to change their minds by. You're not going to change their minds. Fuck over the people who don't deserve it. Right, and it's funny because on the Facebook groups now there are people flipping out about it. Like, what the fuck? Why are they trying? And it's like, well, I mean, all you people when we were voting to build a library here were like, we don't need a fucking library. Libraries are useless. Yeah. I have Google. I have the internet. So I don't know. Anyway, I'm really fucking angry, and uh, I don't know what to do about it because I have no outlet for this anger other than to complain to the town or complain to the library board. So anyway. Speaking of books, um, I scrambled last for Christmas last year. 
because I did the thing that husbands should never do when buying presents for their significant others. But I, I thought I bought a book for my wife because okay. it was a book she wanted, and I thought I bought it. I just put it in the cart. You just forgot to actually check out? Yep, I forgot to actually check out. So when I went back in, I was like, oh, shit! And I went to go buy it. Um, because her, my, my, my wife and I set budgets. We go, okay, how much are you allowed to spend on me? Yeah, that's smart. And, like, apparently I went way over because my wife bought me one little thing and that was it. And well, I just fucking went like way over because I splurge on her. I can't help it. Well, the problem, you, the problem you run into with like a significant other is a lot of times you're not exactly sure what to get. So you just yeah. go for volume. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know, like I'll get things that she like she wants. Like there's very specific things she wants that I know I can get. Well, the you're thing fortunate. is that I like giving gifts, but my wife hates me when it comes to gift time, because if I want something, usually I'll just get it. Right. Me too. Like, because I'm like, I'm an adult now. And somebody on TikTok of all things brought up a good point. Um, I saw it last night saying like, most of us grew up with like a certain, and I don't like the word trauma being like thrown around, but I'm going to use it because it's true. With a certain trauma where your parent goes, well, do you have X money? Like, do you have PlayStation money? Do you have McDonald's money? And I grew up with that term. So now that yeah. I, like when I hit the age where I made my own money, if I wanted something, I'd buy it. Hell, I buy toys for my son, mainly because I know he'll love it, but because I'm like, I, I want this. I want that. And I'll too. let him have it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, I like I have that. So I'll just buy something I want. So she gets mad at me. But we went over. I went over budget to get her a gift and whatnot. And I like I would after I found out I went over budget because she kind of gave me a look after I asked her a specific question. Yeah. I think I might have not bought it. And but with the intent of like lowering the list on Amazon, and then buying just that book specifically, sure. Um, because I already bought like I bought her a coffee a coffee maker that doesn't take forever, and I bought her um new sheets that she freaking loves. Like she took not she's a um comforter, and you could say well that's for you too. No, this woman took the sheets off the bed just so she could feel the fuzziness inside the comforter. She like, oh really is that nice? Yeah, she wants that. Oh yeah. Um, like they're really nice. Unfortunately, I overheat in, in the bed and it, I get like really sweaty. So I have to kick my feet out of the, out yeah, of the, we're opposites. But, That's what my wife, my wife basically kicks the whole blanket off her mm. and I have like three blankets on and then the blanket <laughs> ends up piled next to me and it's like really irritating cause it's like loose next to me. Uh, I can't stand it. But yeah, yeah. me, I, I'll overheat and my wife wants to cuddle into me and then she like tries to take my heat, but she just adds to it. <laughs> How's that possible? <laughs> because once she heats up, now I'm still like a furnace. I'm continuing to pump heat out. The heat doesn't dissipate. It just comes back to me. And that well, I'm it's supposed sweating. to. It's supposed to go from the hot area <laughs> to the cold area. It yeah, it does. Be, it should and migrate. Sh you shouldn't think of it like a liquid. Heat. Like, like if I'm pouring water constantly into a cup that's empty and the cup it, that, that cup empties out, instead, somehow she has a funnel system that's on the bottom that goes right, right back, back into my you. cup. <laughs> but regardless so i i went to go buy her this book and i click on it, it says book no longer available and i thought it sold out it's what not printed anymore amazon did is they changed the system so it goes straight to kindle oh and you have to jump through fucking hoops yeah. to get the book 
Yeah, you're right. I, I realized they, that I forgot that they did that. They changed that. And sometimes it goes to audiobook too. And they, yeah. they changed it so on Android you can't buy books on Kindle anymore through the Android app. It's fucking stupid. I don't know why. It's I think I, – I don't know what the fuck the reason is. But yeah, you can't buy Kindle books through the Amazon app now either. You have to go on the website to buy a, a Kindle book. Yeah, it's really and I irritating. just didn't – I'm like, are all like online? Because I know I stayed away from eBay because I thought his system was real shitty. Yeah. And I stuck with Amazon, even though I hate the CEO. But God damn, like that happened like last minute. Yeah, that's fucking And it changed after I put it in my cart. So wait, you put it in your cart as a print book and then after and the then fact, it, it was just it gone said unavailable print? and changed it where it was just audio. And if I wasn't paying attention and I bought it, I just would have had a fucking audio book on my phone. Yeah, I've had that happen with items before, but never a book. But yeah, that's fucking irritating. So wait, so in your car, it changed it too? Yeah. Oh, that's really irritating. And so I had to go, essentially, I had to change the seller because the seller was from like Amazon warehouse or whatever. Right. And I had to change it and I had to find a library that was selling the book. Oh, yeah. That's irritating too when you go for and sometimes it says book. it's not available, but then you can look for different sellers. You know? Yeah. Amazon's annoying. And Amazon changed it where you know how like you would see the picture and then it will show you the seller and the distributor. Right. Now the seller is like all past like at the, the top, right? all the information. It's not at the top. At least um, on the, on, I think the I manufacturer will show at the top. Oh, yeah. You're right. That's, you're the right. The manufacturer shows on top. The distributor or the company that is actually like that owns it shows up after all the reviews and shit you're absolutely right because i tried to find a playstation 5 controller because i broke another one because i constantly mm-hmm. break controllers uh when i play hockey i don't know it's just the way i hit the sticks <laughs> i hit them too hard and it said like you could unavailable and it said like sony at the top and then you're right when i scroll down it was like jack's entertainment brands or something was the seller way yeah, at the it's, bottom it's, it's like shit like that yeah. and but now they made that print smaller so you can fucking miss it because yeah, and I don't know. Actually, I don't know why they do it because I like to look at to see if the distributor is a reputable distributor because you can't right. trust reviews anymore because a lot of them are bots now. Well, that and Amazon's algorithms fuck that up, too, because they push it to the top. Yeah. when They shouldn't sometimes. Yeah, that's fucking irritating. I had I, I bought my daughter a book for uh, uh, I had the same problem. I was trying to buy her. She's reading these babysitter club novels, graphic novels. Oh, wow. And uh, I had the same problem. I went to try to buy one, and it said it was in stock, and then it turned out it wasn't just – it was just like the Kindle version was the yeah. only one that was available, and I couldn't get a print copy anymore. It was, I don't know. I, I, my it's daughter, very she's gotten into Goosebumps, so. Oh, those were so good, though. Like she she has like a, the whole Slappy World series. Like we have two boxes, Goosebumps. stacks about that big. I, I, had, read, I have to read it every night. I remember I started buying the Goosebumps books when they came out, and I was doing so good. Mm-hmm. I, I was getting every one every time they came out. And then it reached a point where they're coming out too frequently, and I couldn't get them all. And I, I think it was around like 30 or something or the late 20s. And it just <laughs> fell apart, and I was so mad because it's like I had every single one, and you ruined I was it. writing so many so fast? <laughs> I was like, you ruined it. <laughs> yeah, I used to love Goosebumps. Going on, my style. son's not totally into it, but my daughter is absolutely like, Head over heels over. Well, they got like creepy stuff. Uh, have you watched the the Wednesday TV series at all? No. Oh, it's good. It's good. Uh, my daughter's Everyone been watching that, that with us I... too, and it's they call it a horror anthology series, and it's not. I mean, it's got horror elements too, but it's not over the top. It's just creepy enough where she likes it, but I don't think it's too scary. Adam's Family was never. It was never horror. It was macabre, if anything. Yeah, but no, this, this they lean more into the horror aspect because there's like well, weird monsters Burton. and there's a lot of a lot of like gore and like random 
creepy shit. I heard it was discontinued. I heard it was canceled. I mean, no, no, they actually renewed. Oh, it for they six didn't cancel. They did renew it. Okay, because I heard they canceled Wednesday. I'm like, no, nope, they renewed just it for came six out And it's popular. It's crazy popular. It's really popular, which I didn't expect. If I see another fucking uh, TikTok or Instagram oh, that video, dance? that fucking dance, which I saw Here's before I even saw the episode, I like the the information that went into the girl when she choreographed the dance. Because it was like, Wednesday was always really good at dancing. But she always did, like, popular dances. And right. kind of out-of-date popular dances. And that harkened back to the black and white Wednesday when she was dancing like James Brown. Okay. And I thought that was really interesting to keep that, that characteristic. Because that was never a thing in the 90s movies. Yeah, that was not even remotely a thing in the 90s movies. And so I thought that was really good. I also like how... um how Gomez went back to being like a kind of an Igor. Yeah. He's just kind of, he's really suave, but he's hideous. Well, it's Luis Guzman. I mean, he, yeah. he's perfect, he's perfect well, for the character, yeah. oh, for yeah. what they were going for. And I was just like, because for me, Gomez is Raul Julia because I grew up with that. I, I said that to my wife while we were watching. I was like, he was just perfect. He was so perfect. But Raul Julia did not physically fit the look of Gomez. No, not at all. He was a handsome dude. But he was dude. just so charismatic. He's so good in it. He was yeah. perfect. I was actually, when we were watching it too, because Christine Rishi's in it. And yeah, uh, yeah. I said, I used to have like, a huge crush on her. Me too. Oh, she was so cute when we were <laughs> That kids. forehead, man. <laughs> <laughs> when we, well, she's in it. And like, there was this, there's a scene with her and uh, Jenna Ortega, I think that plays Wednesday. And I'm yeah. just like, do you think she, when she was filming the scene, she was looking at her like, oh, bitch, you can be Wednesday Adams now. <laughs> <laughs> I will be Wednesday Adams to fucking everybody for the rest of my life now. You get to be here now. Oh, yeah, that would be. <laughs> you get to take over. Because, yeah, like, I mean, that was like 30 years ago. And she's still Wednesday mm-hmm. Adams to me when oh, I yeah. see her. And she's been in thousands of, not thousands, dozens and dozens of things. You know since what? Then. It's, between, it's between Wednesday and the girl from Black Snake Moan that people, like, really think of when they think of Christina Ricci. Wait, from and what? Black Snake Moan. I don't know what that is. That's why you it never pops into your head. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Essentially, and I'm just going to tell it to you, and then you can watch this movie on your own. This <laughs> okay. promiscuous drug addict, which is Christina Ricci, meets <coughs> an, a crazed old blues man played by Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. In order to save her soul and to get rid of like the curse that makes her the way she is, he chains her to his refrigerator, I think. It's oh, I've heard about this. Couch. I know what you're talking and, about. Yeah, it's it's like a, it's a really good like movie, but the premise is so fucking weird. Weird, yeah, it's weird, fucking yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Bless you. But um, yeah, ah, uh, like now I gotta go watch it. It's been years since I saw that movie. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. I mean, it wasn't that wasn't when she was a kid though. That came out later. No, no, no. She, she was, was an like, adult. Yeah, she was she an was... adult. But I'm saying the the role was so out there. Yeah, it was definitely her something that, that people remembered. Yeah, it yeah, just stuck it. with people. And yeah. Samuel Jackson's crazy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the show the show's good though. It's it's okay. been uh, been interesting. I think we're almost done. I think we have like one episode left, if I remember correctly. All right. Uh, I mean, I haven't picked up watching it, but I probably well. I, I figured my daughter likes creepy shit, so I figured she'd yeah. like it. So I was like, "Do you want to watch this?" She's like, "Okay," and she's into S- it. Speaking of creepy and or violent shit, my son is, has been playing a lot of Mortal Kombat. He's, oh really? My, Where, and, where's he playing Mortal Kombat? Uh, like the newer ones, house? like Eleven? Yeah, he's been. No, playing, I mean, I, he played. Oh, so yeah, win. Yeah, he's been playing Eleven, and he's he just beat Eleven, both that and the DLC, and he beat Ten. 
because I own them. Right. And I don't play them much, but my son, he liked it because Joker was in it originally. Yeah. Uh, he was in 10, right? He was in 11. Okay. Joker's in 11. Because I remember, I never, I didn't bother really playing those, the, the 10 and 11. I think Ultimate was last. No, not Ultimate, because oh. I played some of the 3D ones. Yeah, I um, showed him the old ones, but like, I didn't really, at, I didn't really get into 10 or 11, but I watched a ton of fucking videos online. I, I watched like, like the all the fatality videos, and then yep. like, I, I watched like a 40 minute video that was all just the Rambo entrances. And like the, the, <laughs> the commentary he has with each character. Which fuck are you? You know what's super surreal about that is they got Sylvester Stallone to come back and do the voice. Right. But they didn't get Arnold to do the voice of the Terminator. Oh, he didn't? It's just an impersonator. That sounds good. And it, it, it sounds so weird to me. I don't like it. It's so weird because it doesn't sound like Arnold to me. It just, it was a weird voice to me. But regardless, um, so my son has been playing Mortal Kombat and I reconciled it in my head. I was like, look, I literally was his age when I played Mortal Kombat. Like, and I know it was very different, but yeah. like, to the mind of a child is not really that different in my opinion. Cause he's still like, he's not ultra violent. He plays, he goes, it's not real, right? I'm like, yes, I know it's not real. And he's like, right. they're not really dying. He's like, no, it's only for make believe. Like, like he asks, he asks clarifying questions, and I answer it for him. And so, in him playing Mortal Kombat, I showed him Armaca- um, Mortal Kombat uh, Annihilation, the shitty sequel. Oh, the movie. Because yeah. Um, did you watch the newest, the newer one that came yes, out? Yes, it did. Yes, I it didn't, did. I didn't see it, but I had heard it was good. It's entertaining. I don't think it's the smartest movie out there, but it's Mortal Kombat. Well, um, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I heard but, it, was, it was decent for what it was, probably, yeah, which probably think, means it was better than expectations, which could have been very low. <laughs> yes. I. The worst part about it is the character that they made for it. Even though I like the idea of a combatant that does MMA, I don't like his character. Which He's, one is that? The, the main character's name is Johnny. Cole. He's like an ancestor of um, Oh, in the movie. Yeah, it in the wasn't, movie. it's not a. It's not. Oh, He's that's a made right. Up that's character. right. That's right. It's a made up character. They, okay. I'm because Johnny Cage was supposed to be the main character. I don't give a shit what anybody says. That was supposed to be Johnny Cage, and they hinted that Johnny Cage was going to be in the sequel. Oh, okay. It's probably not going to happen. I don't like Cole. He's boring. Other than that, the movie was fine to me. Um, the dude they they got. Um, have you seen? Um, have you seen? Uh, Raid the Raid Redemption. No. That's a good movie you need to watch. There's a character, one of my favorite characters, he's a um he's the captain of the police squad. He plays Sub-Zero in the Mortal Kombat movie and he is a threatening fucking Sub-Zero and all the budget went into him. Okay. Yeah, like his I, ice I, effects all I saw plenty of the uh, clips and stuff and they look it looked good. I mean, everything looked pretty good. Um but anyway, so yeah, my son like He's been getting Mortal Kombat, doing all that, and it got him into RoboCop. Because RoboCop's a character, and he loves RoboCop. And I was just like, shit, I can't let him watch the first movie. He wants to see the first movie. I'm like, I can't show him the first or the second. Was that bad in the first movie? It was the face melting dude. That was pretty There was that. There's the, the, I'll buy that for a dollar, a lot of the tits and stuff. Yeah. Isn't it funny, though, to us that we don't want our kids to see tits, but we're okay with hyper-realistic violence? 
Well, that no, I I, I, I I deal with that in my head all the time, and for me, it's more along the lines of I'm not the one that's uncomfortable, but it is the compromise I've made with my wife. No, I get it. Well, most so, people feel a lot of people feel that way. Uh, we'd rather see uh, our kids see ultra realistic violence and blood and gore than naked tits. Than titties. <laughs> and the, funny, the funniest no, part is natural. Both of my normal. kids were breastfed. They were obsessed yeah. with titties for a long time. <laughs> and it's just like, uh, I guess for me, the hyper-realistic is not even hyper-realistic. Mortal Kombat violence is just, I guess the organs are about close, but that's about it. Um, it's just so over the top, but it's for, I feel like it's a, it's a form of conditioning for if things do get bad. Like I bet if I didn't play a lot of the games that I did play, um, doing having to do half the shit I had to do in the army would have been really tough. I can't. And they condition want to think about for it. a lot of things. But I can't imagine. Yeah. Um, I'll just bring up this one thing that happened in the army. I might have said it before. Tell me if I did, and I'll stop telling the story. Because um, I was a medic when I originally went in, and um, I didn't have to deal with this in person. This was during training. Okay. Um, they showed us a video of what people could survive. And yeah, they didn't tell me t- this. So this happened in Thailand. They, these people oh, were essentially base this. jumping. Yeah. So they're jumping off the side of what could be a waterfall into the water, which is right. in fucking insane to me for anybody yeah. to do. And this one guy, he jumps and does a backflip, and you just hear... And everybody's screaming. You look down, and there's a, a concrete like edge... And you yeah. see nothing but pink and red on that con- on that edge, and you see his body floating in the water. Oh, and the water is turning right now, people. The water is turning red, and so people rush down. They're trying to save him, and it cuts to like him in the hospital. And mind you, this isn't a movie. This is fucking real. Yeah, right, right. This man's head looked like a flower, and it took three people to holding his head. One person holding his brain. One person holding the other side of his head. And a part of his jaw and another person holding the other side of his head and his jaw. And they're trying to keep his head together. He smacked his head at the edge of the Okay, at that point, why are you trying to save the person? To save him. And mind you, the brainstem was still connected into the hole that was his head. Uh, It looked like a flower. It looked like a flower. But why do you, why? That's what I was thinking. I was like, why are you, let him, kill him! Yes. The man uh, apparently... Um, according to you know my instructor, he apparently survived three days. Why? Those but three why days let him? Why? Why do that? Yeah. Why, why do that? Fucking do that. Like even if you did save him, the quality of life this man would That's have what I mean. That's what I mean. Like nothing. Why? I don't. Uh, and yeah, I, I was I just like. Because they they were trying to condition us for you know seeing horrible seeing things shitty and, stuff yeah and during training there were some horrible things that we had to to do especially since I was with um, SF support we had specific things we had to do okay um and I attribute it to having a familiarity and it's like slowly walked me towards like being able to handle certain things and unfortunately being in a place where our kids are seeing are are gonna witness um and I I wish I this wasn't a thing for me to say, school shootings, like having the possibility right, right. having a high possibility of dealing with school shootings. Hell was it um there was, I saw an article yesterday 
a fucking teacher was shot by a six-year-old student. With uh, his mom's gun. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I saw that, and that's exactly what I thought. I went, okay, my wife's a kindergarten teacher. (laughs) My son's in kindergarten. What the fuck? How is that a thing? And And that isn't a violent video game problem. No, because it isn't. That is a home, a home teaching problem. That is a, a, a litany of, of problems, I think. Yeah. All, oh, no, all, I agree. Res, all I agree. come out of the home. Yes, absolutely. Um, And in that specific situation, but at no, like, it's very rare when those things like the watching excessive violence really does that to somebody because only people who really do really horrible violent things and consume that type of media are already on that oh yeah spectrum. I, I think it's they coming, have signs it's coming, before that it's coming back again i mean when when we were younger it started to become a real debate about you know does the violence in video games contribute to violent behavior and kids and and young adults and stuff like that and like at the time I mean, I, the argument I heard I heard a lot was like, okay, well, it's not new. Like, violent behavior has been in movies and stuff before that. But I guess it's different when you're interacting with it. But, I mean, come on. I, obvious, obviously, if it had any direct impact, we'd see – we'd have millions and millions of violent, crazy people out there, right? Because, I mean, how many kids are – how many people our age played Grand Theft Auto when they were, you yeah. know, 20 <laughs> years old, 18, 16 years old? Well, even that, like, yes, that's one, very true – Two, that degree of separation being... Now, if I will say the only time, and I mean the only fucking time I'll even think it's a viable debate, is when VR is 100% realistic. Sure. Yeah, that could be Because yeah. you have the... You literally have the degree of separation that is on a screen and you're playing with a controller. You're it's not feeling any of the pain. You're, you're, you're playing not, a, uh, on a controller and it's... Uh, graphically not anywhere near realistic i mean we, realistic. we talk about how realistic graphics are these days but they're not it's still that uncanny valley thing we've talked about before yep. where it's still not human like you know it's not it can look really really good when we say something looks realistic we mean it looks really fucking good we don't mean it looks like real life you know yeah because vr for instance gives you motion sickness that's something you don't actually get in your normal body unless you have an sure. actual imbalance um, I can't play so, VR without getting incredibly motion sick. Luckily, I don't have that problem, but I can see where, cause like the kineticness of like you know the character throwing up a, a, a magazine and grabbing it and putting it. But I'm using controller buttons. I'm not physically. You're not physically doing it. Yeah, doing it. So that degree of separation creates that, and your brain is smarter than you think. Sure. As funny as that sounds, it can categorize that. Some people who are who have other issues can be exacerbated by it. True. But that is so minute in comparison. But when you grow up in a household where a gun is readily available and probably brought up multiple times where in a kind of a rage sense, if you hear your, your, your parental unit yelling constantly about, you know, they're not taking my guns. I'll shoot this motherfucker. Right. Or, yep. um, you know, hearing them having road rage. I had to curb my road rage because my kids were starting to road rage for me. I brought that up in an early episode. <laughs> yeah. I went, oh, I got to stop that because that degree of separation isn't there because they're emulating what their parent is doing. Yep. And they're like, that's not good. Now imagine me if I was somebody who was willing to have, who had a concealed carry and always use that as a power, like a power play. And my kids fucking see that. Mm, it's a big difference than just a big something fucking difference. like road rage, yeah, which is we bad have enough. A, 
We have, my wife had a former friend who, like her, I guess her brother is friends with this person. Their fucking kid, now mind you, redneck, likes to shoot things, um, like worships guns as if, you know, guns deserve worshiping type of person. Sure. Their kid threatened to shoot, um, their, um, yeah, their kid threatened to shoot my, I think one of my nieces and nephews because... It was, it was normalized. That's what, yeah. like, that's fucking normal in the house. Because I know the dad, and he's very quick to try to to show how big his dick is by talking about his guns and stuff. <laughs> so, But it's actually probably very teeny. <laughs> and so, with that being the case, like, you, like, it, it's, it's asinine, and it's just a scapegoat. Hell, you you brought it up when we were kids. Like, that was a big thing. When we were teenagers, it came back. Yep. And this is why I think it's just a scapegoat. The shit came back, what was it, two years ago. It had to have been two years ago. Um, No. Oh, shit, no. It was four, about four years ago. Four years ago during the Trump administration. That there was a whole fucking thing for months about violence in video games. And it was being used as a fucking scapegoat. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And then guess what? We forget it. It doesn't matter what the decision is. It just gets forgotten, and then more people get shot in school, and then it comes back up. Or just anywhere. so we can continue. Yeah, we can continue to not do anything about it. Like, there's literally, I believe, I think last year, there's like literally more than a shooting a day. Like, a mass shooting, more than fucking. one mass shooting every fucking day. Like, there's multiple per, per day in some cases. It's just. <laughs> I wonder, and and I, I've Ugh. always kind of wondered if somebody would use it as a scapegoat for like police officers that play video games. I don't like, know. Because I know police officers you know that play I, video games. You know like, drives, well, they play violent video games and they have access to guns. Maybe the violent video games helps them like shoot people. Not saying that that is what it is. I'm not you know, actually saying that. I'm just you know saying I, like it's just as absurd. You know, I can't stand uh, all of the uh, police officers that have the Punisher logo like <laughs> privately exactly. featured. Have we talked oh about this before? fucking God. No, we haven't. But I think the same goddamn thing. It's like... I don't understand. Like, okay, I see it the in military Punisher use. Is a fucking violent vigilante. Well, look, okay, I see it in military use, and I, I kind of understand it because you are judge, jury, and executioner when you're in yeah, the military, right? Sure. You're out there on the battlefield. If you're actually in a firefight, yeah, you're the one that's making the decision to do it. But when you're a police officer, your your literal job is to uphold the law. And, like, you're, you're, you're wearing the emblem of a man <laughs> whose uh, whole shtick is that he decides who gets to get shot and who doesn't get shot. Like he gets to decide when somebody deserves to be shot. And like, it's well, like <laughs> your, your like whole profession is under fire for being way too quick to use their guns. And you're like, you got a Punisher logo on your back and you're like, we're not too quick to use our guns. Like you have a fucking Punisher logo on your truck or on your fucking that, I think shirt comes, or whatever. <laughs> that comes with one, the militarization of the police. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think it just kind of it might and, probably did just bleed over from military. A lot of military people not being able to find decent jobs and going into something that's similar to what they did, right? And going into the police force. Now, mind you, I don't give a, give a fuck how well adjusted you think you are when you come out of the military. You're not well adjusted because not only deployment fucks you up, because deployment you can fuck you up, and we all know that. But the strict, the strict. Um, culture that's in the military will fuck you up when you have to be somewhere at a certain time at all times or the punishment is severe when there's somebody that's younger than you and way less qualified but they 
they have to give you commands and you can't fucking question it. They tell you you can question it, but there's no fucking way you can because the system will just have you kicked out and moved somewhere else and then you're ostracized so nobody speaks up. Like the culture in that, um, especially like in regular army and things like that, um, will traumatize the mindset. And then you mean to tell me you're going to put them into a good old boys kind of club like the police where yeah. <laughs> where they're expected to police themselves even when they do something wrong, but they come from a culture where somebody does something wrong and you can't say shit about it. Like, even if you want to be a good guy about it or not, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, they, they, that shouldn't have to be. There should be, like the right counseling for that there should be a right policing of police there should be those things but they aren't there because we should have that with a lot of things that we do that of authority but we don't fucking why don't we have a million year old politicians talking about the modern man when they they haven't been the modern man for years (laughs) fucking People who are rich and win the lotto forget about their past so fucking quick why do you think how do you think that somebody who's been in politics for 40 some odd years can speak for the common man? They, they, they can't. Can't. No. It's not. just it's not that they they might have good intentions, they might want to, but they're incapable because they are so far removed from that. Yeah, which I mean it seems like it should be obvious. <laughs> like it shouldn't shouldn't require a whole <laughs> lot of uh questioning or real, you know, difficult conversation or or uh I can't talk today. Should be something you should have to think a lot about. It should just be obvious. It's just like, yeah, that but makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, it is not. <sighs> I don't fucking. And know. talking about speaking of disillusioned people, tell me about these fucking people on eBay. I need you to get into. I Are need you us ready to get, to get, to get into, into eBay? Because oh. I want to talk about some delusional assholes. I got a lot of complaining to do about the eBay. Oh, it's time to begin the complaining. Oh, we're going to talk about... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He just said, begin the complaining. And that's what we fucking do it the whole time. We, we talked about this before. Maybe that's not appropriate. For yeah, I know. I still, I still tickles me. But it's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Oh, I got a lot of eBay complaining to do. All right. eBay. We're talking about eBays today. Spell it for oh, me because I'm going to get it wrong. <laughs> well, it's the E and then the B-A capital E. <laughs> ebays these fucking people who just they 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 pretty much make careers out of ebay and or they love they just love buying and selling on ebay i've had a lot of i okay i've been an ebay user for i don't know 15 years since practically since it started i've got hundreds of ebay transactions on my belt both buying and selling and i have never liked ebay i don't know i guess it's because there's no alternative i have a lot of problems with ebay primarily that they almost always side with the buyer, like no matter what the fucking issue is, unless it's me the uh, that's the buyer, then they side with the seller for some reason. They just don't <laughs> side with me, it seems like. But like it's so fucked up because people I've had transactions on the eBay where people literally have like purchased something from me and then said they didn't get it or purchased something and then uh, like told me it was broken and then sent me back something that I didn't set like they bought mine and then sent me back the broken one like obvious and ebay always hides with the buyer always sometimes they they, they they'll they'll be nice and they'll be like okay we're gonna give the person his money back but we're still gonna let you keep the money seller 90 percent of the time they don't so i 
Okay, I got, my wife got me the Pixel Watch. No, no, she didn't get me that. I got the Pixel Watch because I, I wanted it. Because <laughs> Pixel Watch came out. And I always get everything Pixel. And I was so excited because I've been waiting for years for the Pixel Watch. Since like six years ago when they announced that they were possibly making one. So I got the Pixel Watch. And I had an old Android Wear S watch. is like two and a half years old. I had one of the Fossil watches. It's not a great watch. The Wear OS watches were never very good. But I had it. And I went, man. I really don't want this anymore. I need it, but I really don't want it to end up in the ocean. And that's the driving force between, I would say, 95% of my eBay transactions. Almost always when I sell something on eBay, it's not because I want the money. It's not because uh, anything like that. It's just because I don't want the fucking thing to end up in the ocean. At least me not to be the reason it ends up in the ocean. Right. Like I have old shit that I don't need anymore. I'm like, I could throw this in the garbage can and it'll end up in the ocean or I could try to find somebody that can use it. So I got rid of a couple things just just last week. I had a Stadia shut down. I had a little uh, Stadia carrying case that you put your controllers in and a Chromecast. Supposed to be a little travel case because I'm stupid. And when Stadia came out, it's like, this would be awesome. I'm going to be able to bring this wherever I go. And I don't fucking go anywhere. So I don't know why I thought I was going to get used out of it that way. I have way. such a shit-eating grin right now because <laughs> I was calling out Stadia shit. Because because I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I was like, I, when I got Stadia, I was all like all pumped. I was like, yeah, like if I go somewhere now, I can play video games in a hotel or like a house I'm staying at. I don't fucking go anywhere so this hey, is really hey, hey matt what, did, did what? you buy a, a google a, bleh, bleh, i can't talk now did you buy a google glass no i you actually know, never did those have those things glass. that google abandoned well you know why i never had google like glass Stadia. it was too expensive and too hard to get they were like fifteen hundred dollars and they were really hard to get otherwise i would have had it i would well, have had, had one okay what just real quick about stadia just really quick um stadia in my opinion, is like every peripheral Nintendo came out with in the nineties. Yes, it, they they make it, it it hang it hangs out for a little while, and then it just crashes. Not just and Nintendo Google does that way too much. Oh, Google has. I mean, you could go search Google Graveyard. There's a whole website dedicated to all the products Google so. has launched and fucking killed. Some of them great. I love Google Reader, fantastic RSS reader, best one that was available. Uh, took a long time for me to find a replacement for that. Uh, Google, uh, Google Plus. I fucking love Google Plus because it wasn't mm. like Facebook. There weren't like a million shitheads and bots and trolls on it. Very true. I had Plus. It was it was kind of uh, uh, relegated to people who actually had an interest in using a social media oh, platform. To don't be worry social. about it because um, I know this podcast is also on Google. I can't see Google right now. Google Cast. Google. Yeah. Um, I get tongue-tied whenever I try to say Google too fast. Google. Um, Google Cast. Weird. That shit, I bet you that app is going to die in the next two, three years. I don't know. It's and just, I like it. I, I right. use it. Yeah, I use it to podcast. That's the podcast. So, I, I used Pocket Cast for a long time, and then Google put theirs out, and I was like, oh, it's, mm. it's just easier. It's tied into my Google account, so they know everything about me. They might as well know what podcast I listen to. Anyway. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but I, I had that carrying case, and I knew I wasn't going to be able to sell it on eBay, so I just put it on Facebook Marketplace. Like, hey, anybody want this? And some dude messaged me. was like, yeah, I could use it. And I he was worked at the soup kitchen in uh, over in town. And I was okay. like, oh, I'll drop it off to you. So I brought it over and dropped it off. I was like, yeah, I'm glad somebody's actually going to get some use out of it. Anyway, so I had this old watch. I fucking put it on eBay for, like, nothing because I'm just trying to get somebody that can use it. I sell it. Dude, Dude gets it. Like three, four days go by and he messaged me and says, hey, uh, this watch won't charge. I was like, that's weird. Uh, you know, I had no problems with it. I literally was using it up up until I, I sold it to you. Uh, but if, if that's the case, you know, I'm, that's fine. You can return it to me. And as long as I can verify the issue, I'll, I'll, 
I'll you know pay for the return shipping. You pay for it, I'll refund you, assuming I can verify there's an issue. He was like, okay. And then he says, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a couple days. And I was like, okay. Then he messaged me again, and he says, hey, uh, um, the screen, the watch face, the screen keeps turning off. And I was like, what do you mean the screen keeps turning off? He's like, well, it, it stays on for a bit and then it turns off. And I was like, do you know there's, what you're doing with the setting? Because like, there's a setting for always on display, yeah, where you can turn it so it's always on. Or sometimes I, I don't know which was even the default. It's like sometimes it just it turns itself off. The screen will turn itself off so it doesn't waste battery. And he was like, no, I have one of these. I know what I'm doing with it. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, like I said, uh, if you want to send it back to me and I can verify there's an actual issue. And then he, two days go by and he messaged me again and he says, uh. This keeps charging funny, and it says it's full charge. It says it's only charges to eighty five percent, and I was like, okay. And then he says, I said, but earlier you told me it wouldn't charge at all. And he says, well, now it's only charged eighty five percent, and then like he he kept changing what was wrong with it. Mm-hmm. So I I finally was like, listen, you keep changing your story. Like uh, if you just said I'm not your dad. Oh, it's <laughs> like I was like I don't know what's wrong with it, but you keep changing what's wrong. You told me it was this, then you told me it was this, then you told me it was this. I said, listen, if you want to send it back to me, cool. Send it back to me on your own dime and I'll refund it for you. And he's like, no, I don't No, I'm not doing that. And I was like, okay, well then open a case with, with Google, with eBay. He was like, okay, fine. I will. I was like, I don't give a fuck. And I, I said, I was like, I couldn't fucking care less about the money. He's like, I literally just didn't want it to end up in the ocean. <laughs> I was like, if you want to send it back to me. Even, I hope you didn't say that to him because it seems like the type of asshole just to spite you, he'd just do well, that. Just I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I asked my brother. My brother was over and I was like messaging the guy and I was telling him about it. And I was like, would you use this watch? And he was like, yeah, I'll use it. And I was like, fuck, fine. I sent the guy a message. I was like, fine, just fucking send it back. I'm going to give it to somebody. And then he started like fucking hate texting me. He was like, you're just trying. You're a scammer. I was like, dude, I'm not a scammer. Look at my wow. fucking eBay rating. I have like 400 sales. I have 100% rating. I've never had an issue. I was like, I told you originally as long as you could send it back to me if there was a fucking issue. Anyway, I finally fucking got it back and, to me. And mind that you, was like wait, two with weeks messages, ago. That's isn't that like on on eBay? It's on eBay, yeah. Like, yeah, that's through eBay, so they have that information. Yeah, well, he started sending me like nasty messages, like "fuck you," blah blah blah. And I was like, yeah. dude, I'm I'm he he's like, I'm gonna give you a negative rating. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. I was like, you can't I, you can't because when you return an item, eBay totally changed their policies. You can't if you return something, you're not allowed to leave feedback now. And yeah. if you're a, a seller, you can't leave negative. They change everything. But I was like, That's fucking weird. go ahead, dude. I don't fucking care, man. I'm like all this trouble because I didn't want the fucking thing to end up in the ocean. And now I'm dealing with this fucking asshole that's giving me shit. I just plugged the thing in before. It's at 100% charge. It's sitting no, on my desk at he, 100% charge. He was probably – and I don't know how much you sold it for. You said it wasn't a Nothing. Lot, whatever. Um, he was probably having buyer's remorse. Or he probably got yelled at because he probably wasn't supposed to buy it and got in trouble. With I'm sure it was something he's like that. With. He's, if, he's an, if he's an old dude – well, we already know what the problem is. Yeah. But, like... Well, and then he tell me, he's like, oh, I've had two of these before. And then I was like, okay, does he have one that's broken? And he's just going to send me back the broken one? And I said, I was like, dude, I have the serial numbers. Like, don't send me back another and, fucking Or lot. that's what I'm saying. He was trying to scam you. I know. And you anyway. fig- you were like, well... This is the I, one. I he already... sent me back the original one, I think. Like, I called him. I said, like, if you send me back a different one, I'm going to know. But it's it's 100% charged on my desk. Fine. Yeah. I, and no, he's, he's just claiming- full of shit. He kept changing. I think the last thing he said was it wasn't. Oh, that was the last thing he said. He said, well, it's charging. Everything's fine, but it's not holding a charge for long. 
He was like, after when about... When was everything fine? How long was everything I, fine? Dude, like, I don't know. That's so stupid. He, that was oh. the last thing, though. See, he said, I can't do... I well, can't, then I got I mad can't. about that. I, I left that part out because I was like, dude, you bought a two and a half year old used watch. Do you think the battery is going to hold a charge like it did when it was new? And yeah, it's a Wear OS used. watch. And this particular model and Wear OS in general are notorious for shitty battery life. Mm-hmm. I was like, if it lasts you 12 hours, 16 hours, that's probably what you should expect, which is what he was telling me. And he said it was half at half after like eight hours. I was like, that's about what you would expect for a two and a half year old Wear OS watch. Anyway, I was but so mad. It, again, even then, like eight hours, it goes to half battery life. That's your work. That's literally your work period. Yeah. Which I is mean, probably the time you would. Okay. When yeah. it was new, I don't think I got much. I didn't get a, uh, near like a full day. Like I put it on the charger at eight o'clock and it was almost dead. After My day. fucking phone, which I need for work, barely keeps a full charge all day. Well, I mean, any like, lithium battery after a certain yeah. amount of time, it starts not charging it, as efficiently. It would make, it would make sense, but it's just, I don't know. I was just so irritated. Little bitch. <laughs> and it's just like, I have that trouble on eBay so many times that I, I barely, I rarely try to sell anything on eBay anymore. And in the cases where I do, uh, it's usually like, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to make sure it's something that no, nobody can have an issue with. Like, like a, a fucking carrying bag. Um, and when I sell phones or anything, I don't sell them on eBay anymore because they're just too shitty. I my... just got an email that had my son's name from his teacher. I wonder what this is going to be. Oh, oh no. Anyway, go ahead. No, I was going to say my introduction to like people who bought and sold on eBay, like religiously or regularly was, it was two separate people when I was in middle school. I want to say middle school or high school. I think it was high school. It can't be middle school. Um, and they were variants on of a crazy cat lady like you go to the house and yep. the house looks like an antique shop but there's like boxes like boxes to be sent and yep. boxes that they receive like they were basically like a warehouse of weird shit well th- that is exactly what it is uh my grandfather so I, well god i mean that was right after i got out of high school he was doing it so it's probably early mm-hmm. 2000s my grandfather got major into eBay selling, and he'd go to garage sales and just buy shit and then sell it on eBay. And try to sell it on eBay. I, I remember one time I went over and he was like all excited because he bought this box of antique wooden planes at a garage sale for like five dollars for the box, and then he started looking them up online, and like each one was people were buying them for hundreds of dollars. But yeah, he did all the time. He did it with Beanie Babies. He bought and sold eBay Beanie, uh, Beanie Babies on eBay. Dude. Um, do you it just, the, it, sorry, it just dawned on me. Oh no, no, what you just it just dawned on me. Like eBay sellers are the modern day evolution of coin collectors. Yes, it's very similar. It's a very similar like uh like you, just you, try to find the diamond in the rough out yeah, there. Yeah, that you keep all this bullshit just hoping it'll make you a buck. Like <laughs> Well, it's kind of interesting because eBay opens you up to this new thing where you could find something that to many people is worthless, but there's those like 12 people in the country that it's valuable mm-hmm. to because they had that doll when they were a kid and their brother gave it to him before he died. So now it's worth $100 to them, even though it's yeah. worth 50 cents to someone else. So eBay kind of opened that that world up. And I never got into that kind of eBay selling. It was always the same thing. Like I said, I just didn't want it yeah. to end up in a landfill or the ocean somewhere. I thought if I could get somebody to use it and I tr- like I would put things up for barely more than I paid for, or that I paid for the shipping. You know, it'd be like shipping was six bucks and I put it up for seven, eight bucks just to cover, cover the box and my mm. time to bring it to the post office, just trying to not get things, you know, thrown in a landfill somewhere. Um, but it's like, it's not even worth it. Some, some of these times because there's just so many fucking assholes that 
I, I run into them constantly and I can't and this watch even before I sold it to this person I don't know how many people uh, I don't I say I don't know how many people it's like four yeah. four people bought it from me and then just didn't pay for it which I, I should have learned I have to put the setting where they have to pay immediately if they want to buy it yeah and they just didn't answer me and then would be like oh I bought it by accident like oh you bought this specific fucking Wear OS watch by accident you weren't at the grocery store you didn't pull it off a shelf and you thought it was a Rolex you looked at the fucking listing on eBay that just finds exactly what it is with fucking photos and you fucking clicked buy and then I gotta go list the fucking thing again and then I get lose <laughs> few days it's just fucking irritating to me you know, when I was um it was funny like it was the earlier earlier my my marriage and this was me being an asshole like this is because I said I have really bad anxiety, so um, I ended up getting addicted to Kickstarter, like Kickstarter, yeah. like projects and things like that. Some of them, and, I mean, it's hard because sometimes you see them and they look really fucking cool, and you're like, "That is yeah. dope! I want that when it comes out." And you don't, because if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, if you invest in a Kickstarter project and it fails, you just lose your money a lot of the time, right? Um, or do you do you get refunded? No, no, no. Okay, so. That's on the site, they, right? they added that way later. Um, I was around when Kickstarter started. Like, um, like my 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 name is in like games like you know the Shadowrun game and stuff like that because I kickstarted those things. That was actually the first thing I kickstarted. But my thing is like I would just like kickstart a bunch of things and okay. then forget about it. And I kickstarted like a bunch of tabletop games. And it, and around that time, if it failed, you don't lose your money. They don't even okay. take the money out until you like the ending time it's funded and whatnot um so but then they started adding flexible flexible goals so then like the creator can create it if they say like ten thousand dollars and they only get like a hundred bucks they can say well that's good end it and then get that flexible (laughs) well even but even if it did get funded Um, and it went through and then they you still have to wait but even if they if it gets funded and then they renege and don't actually go through with it, you, yeah. you lose your money. Then, you right? lose that money, yes. Right. Yeah, and then so. you have to take it up with arguing with them because Kickstarter will not give you that money. Well, I, I think that's um, fair though because fair. it's like any investor, right? I can For invest in any com- company. It could just totally fucking and it fail. Fails. Yeah, if I invested and they, fifty dollars no, and I get the pillow that they're they're marketing, or if it's two million dollars, either way, I could just lose all my money. Yeah, there's no accountability to it. Right. But this is just like to people who do that that same shit on eBay because I kind of fell into that because I forgot I kickstarted something, and then I got an email saying, you know, we made our goal. I'm like, the fuck? What is this? <laughs> and I go in. I'm like, oh, oh, I forgot. Oh shit. My wife's going to be pissed. They just took a bunch of money, that out. money back. <laughs> if I could get that money back. It was like 25 bucks, but it's still any amount of money. And so I, I now I worded this badly because I, and again, I knew how I worded it because I accidentally forgot to unsub to it, but I put that I accidentally subbed to it. Ah, uh, okay. And homie called me out on my bullshit. <laughs> he was just like okay first of all i don't know how you accidentally pledge money to a kickstarter yeah that's not and fly. i'm sorry you is it is what it is and anyway, <laughs> it's just 25 bucks but you know what uh, he still called you out on your bullshit though. but he it's called good. me out on my bullshit and i feel like a lot of people that's their first their their first instinct um, their situations could be different. They could have well, done it on purpose or done it by accident. But their first instinct is to go, "Oh, well, 
I didn't mean to do that. Well, or... part, part of it's hard because <laughs> you're so used to, like, if it's Amazon or something, they don't give a fuck. You just be like, oh, I bought that by accident. Like, okay, here's your money yeah. back. And you forget that you're not dealing with a corporation. You're dealing with an individual with a person. you're selling something on eBay. Yeah. And you forget, like, no, this is another person that's going to call out my bullshit if I try to bullshit them. I should. Oh, no, yeah, I learned from that. Oh, I fucking learned from that. I was like, okay, you know what? I just got to be more, like, <laughs> you gotta I have be, to pay attention to what I fucking about do. what you're actually doing. Yeah, I, yeah. I, one of my first eBay transactions ever was I bought a, the Silent Hill movie when it came out. I bought, like, a, an actual, like, light, uh, movie-sized poster from it. And oh, I wow. didn't get it. was, like, $20, and it didn't show up. It never got to me. And I should have known right there, fuck this shit. <laughs> this is going <laughs> to fuck me over. Do people still like remember the uh, 40-year-old version? Remember 40-year-old version uh oh. the woman she, Yeah, no she no her eBay, like he kept asking company. Yeah, he kept asking her like what does she like do? Like, what do you do? <laughs> and she she she's like well I sell things on eBay. Yeah. But that's not a real job. It's like no it is a job. And, people and you can't buy it in store. Like oh actually dude, now that you mention that, there's a store um outside of uh the Poughkeepsie area okay that is an eBay store oh you're right I it's constantly it's think of her yeah I, yes I constantly think of her when I see that shop I'm like oh, yeah, can yeah, I yeah. go in there and actually buy some like what now, the fuck this is work? this place <laughs> in the movie I believe she sold other people's stuff on eBay like yes she sold other people's stuff on eBay and she would but sell it you couldn't like people can't go into the store and yeah. buy it <laughs> right right yeah. <laughs> <It's fucking> weird. <laughs> yeah, eBay fucking sucks. Fuck eBay. I don't know why eBay is like the worst middleman. He it really <laughs> Well, it's just like like sometimes like I said those like few instances where it's something you really like you remember from your like I could go on there and find Happy Meal toys from like 1982. And if I thought about it, it was like, "Oh my god, I remember that Happy Meal toy. Oh, I want it." Like I have uh I was talking to uh, they have Super Mario Brothers movie at uh, McDonald's now, and we got McDonald's yeah. Happy Meals the other, I think, last week. And uh, I got uh, it was like the Luigi figure, and I was like, I kind of want all these figures. <laughs> Dude, um, um, oh, sorry, go on. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was just like, I kind of, I was thinking about, it. I was like, I haven't wanted a Happy Meal toy in forever. Last time I wanted a Happy Meal toy is when they had the Inspector Gadget movie came out, and they had a, an oh, Inspector wow. Gadget figure. Like each was a little toy, like one was like a little squirt gun, one was a little noisemaker, and then you could assemble all the pieces together to make the Inspector Gadget figure. I still fucking have it. It's over here on my, uh, my, uh, drawers. Oh, that was the, the Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Broderick. Yep. yep. But, uh, yeah, I kind of want all the, uh, Super Mario ones for some reason. For, for it me, is. it was the, what was it? I think the Burger King Batman Forever mugs. Oh, yeah. Those were My cool. dad collected. Remember when they used to do the them. mugs and the glasses and stuff? Those uh-huh. were good. Last Action Hero, I think it was McDonald's, did the Last Action Hero... No, oh, it was Wendy's. Man. Had the Last Action Hero cups. And you would take the plastic ring and put it outside of the cup and spin the thing around it and made the picture move. Oh, that's pretty dope. I don't remember it, that. Oh, script, I though. fucking thought that was so cool. They used cool. to have cool shit like that. They don't have anything like that anymore. Now it's like garbage. Oh, like McDonald's Batman fucking... Return Toys. The McDonald's Batman Return Toys were the shit. <laughs> oh, it's like a fake bobblehead. Yeah, I mean, but it's like, it's such a cheap little, t- like, it's not, you can't play with this, yeah. you know? No. My it's daughter like little... gets so annoyed. She goes, Ooh. like, she doesn't like McDonald's food, but she, so she likes Burger King's food, but she likes the McDonald's toys. Yeah, oh, that's and a problem for I every kid. I refuse to go and buy the toy. 
I try to get but, them to go to Wendy's all the time because I prefer Wendy's. I like Wendy's food better than yeah, McDonald's. Same here. But they want the Out Happy the Meal because they want the toy because fucking Wendy's is always some shitty ass toy. Wendy's <laughs> McDonald's gets all the licensing had, deals. Wendy's literally handed out that basically like pamphlets. Yeah, like that's what they have like, now. How to build this paper toy? Like, like the fuck? Are you serious? I, uh, Burger King. They had cups. They have Smurf cups going on right now, and my ooh, daughter's like. That's kind of cool. My, yeah, but my daughter's, they're not machine washable, so you have to wash oh, them by hand. Oh, no, fuck that. And my daughter, hand. my daughter is just like, oh, yay, a cup. I went, you could just go to McDonald's. You, <laughs> They're right next to each other. Just, get, we can go to McDonald's. No, I want, I like Burger King's nuggets better. Okay, then don't complain about the cup. <laughs> well, uh, while they were at the water park, while my wife and my daughter were at the water park, I asked my son what he wanted for dinner, and he said Wendy's, So I brought, which I was like, Fuck yeah. Yes. <laughs> I brought in Wendy's and uh the the kids meal came with like it was literally this like little plastic uh bracelet and then stickers mm-hmm. and you're supposed to take the stickers and put them on the bracelet to design your own bracelet. It's the stupidest shit I've ever seen. So like, stupid. No kids gonna like that shit. <laughs> sticker sheet? It's like I can go to the dollar store and get a sticker sheet. The yeah, fuck it's are garbage, you? Garbage man. Give them a real like toy. Wendy's is already seen as really lame, but with better food. Can you oh, please just not so be so better. fucking lame? Like, oh, now I want a, I want a junior bacon cheeseburger now. That fucking you're just taco really you're eating up the top. I know. <laughs> fucking starving. I want to go get something to eat. <laughs> but tell oh uh, yeah, I'm supposed to be going to my in-laws tonight. Um apparently they're making ribs. My fingers crossed that her dad, my wife's dad is making the ribs. No no offense to my my mother-in-law, but uh, this is going to sound really fucked up. Okay, I'm just going to be racist. It's not fucked shit. up. Oh, okay. I have Never such mind. a hard time when white women make ribs. <laughs> Why? I don't I've like ribs. So I've many, never liked ribs. This is anecdotal. This is purely anecdotal, obviously. But right. every time a white woman has made ribs and I've eaten it, they found a way to just make it unedible in different directions. <laughs> I had a sergeant. She insisted, like, she made these ribs. They invited me out to this Christmas thing because I didn't have friends. We were stationed in Washington. And we're, you know... They, they, it was crock pot ribs, so they're supposed to be meat fall should off be the really, bones. Yeah, they should be delicious. And, and it's like the, the meat is in the barbecue sauce. <laughs> Somehow, they were burnt and hard. I don't know how you could burn anything and in a crock pot. Simul- wet simultaneously. How could you burn something that's wet? <laughs> and she, everybody... <laughs> I don't know if it's because of her rank, but everybody's like, man, these are really good. I'm the only black guy there. And I'm just like, mm-hmm, good. You should take some home. Like, these ribs ain't no, shit. No, thank you. Like, don't, I don't want to take these home. You're like, just I don't have a dog. ass liquid ribs. <laughs> like, they were the fucking worst. And mind you, that's not the only time. I've had them where, like, the ribs were, like, super thin. And they cooked the ribs. And, like, it's, like, charred paper between bones. And with barbecue sauce on top of it. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's just fucking atrocious. I think my like old black uncles from my again my experience old black uncles. I don't have an Koreans, old black uncle. <laughs> co- co- Koreans and old white dudes with shorts that are a little too high are extremely good at making ribs. And that's depending on the apparatus yeah. they use. <laughs> like, yeah. and this is just an American like American wise 
because any Korean place I've been to where they made ribs, holy shit, I fell in love. Especially if it was like a a a, uh, a uh, Korean barbecue place, you know, they had like the stove in hibachi front of you type deal. cooking. Yeah, not hibachi. No, it's like the table you're at is the stove. I thought and that was you, hibachi. That's and, Japanese. No, though. they they marinate the meat, and you have to cook it yourself. Oh, okay. I yeah. fucking love that. It's shit. It's shit up Wait, here. they make you cook your own fucking food? They prepare it, oh, but it's still. but it's still raw. Well, still, it's like Bill Burr's old bit. If I give you 100% of the money, you give me 100% of the meal. (laughs) You know what? Here's the thing. I agree, but for me, one, that's a young people's, like, experience thing. Because it's more for the social aspect of it. I get it. No, I get it. Like, I went on a, I wish it was a date, but, because I I had a crush on the girl at the time. We went to a place, and, like, I was my first time, and I was like, wait, this is fucking raw meat? So was, yeah, this is like a, a Korean so barbecue. You gotta cook it, Wait. dumbass. <laughs> really? But they're not, they prepped the whole thing and you're supposed to, you know, communicate while you're cooking it and cook it to the way you want it. Okay. And and it cooks really fast. It's not like, it, they, like it's really prepared. Again, right. the, the cooking portion of it, like when I go to a hibachi, yeah, you're going for the show. They're gonna cook your food regardless. Dude, I don't go to hibachi, but for the it's show. a waste of time. I just I love hibachi food. I don't it's want the good. show. Just fucking cook my wrong, food. But... I don't need to watch you fucking dance and throw shit at me. Just <laughs> but cook that's what for people... me, fucker. <laughs> I'm always really put off by the fact that they want a little white guy to pee in my mouth. I am just always put <laughs> off by that. But, <laughs> but regardless, um, it, it it's it's just. I thought it was really good. Like they prepare it very well, and, but you could tell when they're just being lazy. And then the Bill Burr joke comes in because yes. there's a place up here right. that they don't fucking prepare the meat at all and just cook it and it's just cooked meat. There's no flavor, nothing to it. It's like the fuck am I doing here? I'm literally just cooking my own food. Yeah, I mean, I could do that myself. Yeah. So again, it um, has to be prepared first. No, I get and then it. it's get like. It. Oh, it's basically almost all you can eat when I, the place I went to in Washington. It was like they just fucking kept the food coming, and it was. You're just making me hungrier. <laughs> I'm sorry. So hungry now. Um, but yeah. So with the rib, <laughs> so I don't know how I forgot how I segue into ribs, but because you were saying you're just, going for dinner tonight. Oh yeah, so we're going for for ribs tonight, and I really hope that my wife's dad is the one cooking it. You gotta find out ahead of time so you know. You don't want to be surprised. Well, get I have to go regardless because the kids wanted to see their grandparents. Yeah, but you don't want to be disappointed. So just find out ahead well, of time so they don't see the disappointment well, on your face. The, the worst, if if her mom's cooking it, the worst that'll happen is that I have to add salt to it. Yeah, that's cause, not terrible. Because they do this thing and I've never witnessed this in my entire fucking life until like I'm married into this family um, where they'll They'll sit at dinner and they'll bring the chicken out, and it's like roasted chicken. And then they'll all take the, they'll take the skin off and put it on the side. Okay. And like, I've seen and people nobody do eats that. the skin. Yeah, I people. again, I never grew up. That's not fucking the skin is part. Of, the skin. I don't think that's the normal. Flavor. I don't think that's normal, but I've seen people do it. Applesauce with ri- with um pork chops is that normal to you? Yes, that is a very fucking common, why. That is a super common poor white people food. Why? <laughs> Dude, when I was growing up, it was pork the chops pork and chops apple should... juice and applesauce. It was spam. It was uh, macaroni and cheese, potato pancakes, fish okay, cakes. Okay, wait. It's all before the white, you go white into... people poor food. White poor before, people Before, because poor white people, poor black people have spam. That's that's a thing we do. All right, spam's universal. Um, fish sticks. That's a thing we, we eat. 
<laughs> Here's my question with the macaroni and cheese, though. Here's my real... Is it just no. the powder? Yeah, Kraft. Kraft macaroni and cheese. Fuck you. Fuck you and all of you people. Because I didn't witness that until my adulthood. Because when mac and cheese was made, it was made with the block of cheese, the, with, oh, the Kraft, I- with the Kraft powder, and was in a casserole d- dish normally. Yeah. And that's how it was prepared. I went to my, my friend was like, I love macaroni and cheese. No, I'm sorry, my battle buddy. Well, I love macaroni and cheese. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go home for lunch and eat macaroni and cheese. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. I haven't had mac and cheese in a while. And he brought me the bowl and it was just the powder and the craft like noodles. And I was like, this is cheese water. I'm eating yeah, no. that's, that's fucking that's disgusting. That's that's what we had. No, like that's what I fucking- make Government I make, I'll cheese make mac at and the cheese. very least. I'll make mac and cheese. And yeah, it's just cheddars, cheddar over, you know, cheddar with uh, macaroni. Not, you cheddar powder? No, cheddar cheese. Like <laughs> oh, if I actual make cheddar. It. Okay. No, when we were okay, kids, no, yeah, okay. it was craft powder See, the, the, and, and I, noodles. I retract my fuck you. And if we were lucky, <laughs> if we were lucky, we'd have some uh, hamburger bits thrown in there. See, I never, yeah, we never got that. Um, we did have, I realized as a kid, I ate a lot of bologna, which was the. I never. I, I can't bologna. eat bologna yeah. as an adult now. Yeah, like I, I don't think it. it's gross, but the texture is so fucking off for me. You can't trust a word that's spelled like that either. You know, bologna. Yeah, you can't trust it. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't work. Um, but yeah, I just like I. I couldn't. Oh fucking! Uh, I'm going back into my past with with like some of the shit that I've oh, like yeah, witnessed with the. I fucking hated divide. pork chops too, by the way. I fucking hated pork chops. And they, my mom I, would make them all the time with the, with the applesauce. I like applesauce, applesauce with some cinnamon on it. Lisa thought I was like, okay, so this is how the pork chops with applesauce situation happened. Again, I was married. I just got married. Um, we're sitting around the dinner table at her parents' house. And I'm trying to impress her parents. Cause you know, that's like, I'm still in the <laughs> yeah, early of course, parts of, of that. And, her mom brings up pork chops and they're very gray, which isn't, you know, I mean, I know pork does that. No, pork chops shouldn't be that, gray. They're supposed to be like a, a light brown. But there's no, there's, well, well, what I mean by they're gray is that there's no seasoning or anything on them. Oh, okay. All right. And I'm just like, okay. That's a kind of like, white fine. people like, think put, too, dude. She, like they don't, she, I know this now. Food. I don't know she, why. She put, it, she put it on the plate. And I was just like, okay. And there's like, oh, and here's your applesauce. They didn't ask me if I wanted applesauce. They said, oh, here's, here's your, your applesauce. applesauce. Yeah, that was kind and of like, meal. And I'm just kind of looking. We didn't have and cooking shows back then, man. There wasn't every <laughs> cooking show going. You, you always start with some salt and pepper. had Julia Child. A little salt and pepper to start. <laughs> yeah, but so, that was different. Oh, that wasn't so like, it wasn't common. I look over and everybody's like taking their fork and they're like pouring the applesauce on top of it. Like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the phone. They put the applesauce on the pork chops? They they were seasoning the pork chop with the applesauce. Oh, fuck that. No, we didn't do that. Okay. That was separate. The applesauce and I'm just was separate. Looking, and I'm looking. They're all doing it. Mind you, it's a family, so obviously they're going to do what they do. Although, you but know I'm what? I'm just looking. No, I'm sorry. My wife didn't do it. My wife dipped it. She would dip it. Now, mind Ooh, you, I'm the cook in the house. That's so gross. Me I'm the cook in the I'm the cook. It's like they use it like it was... um. Like it, was it was like cranberry or sauce. Or, yeah, chew, yeah cranberry it was treated like cranberry sauce. <laughs> so and gross. mind you, I'm the cook in the house. So my wife has said this. She's like, I really wasn't big into flavor until we were married. Like, and you were cooking. I was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> it <laughs> is unbelievable how much a little salt and pepper can change the taste. Just of a meat. little bit. Just a little just salt a and pepper. On, bit. It does ground beef. 
chicken, anything, uh, anything, just a little salt and pepper completely fucking and, changes the taste. And mind you, I'm I'm the type that I use garlic powder on just about anything. Oh, I, I cook. love garlic powder. Ooh. And yeah, garlic powder again is another one like that. I would go the, when I went to the house. Her mom would get offended because I would ask like to to. I would ask to get seasonings Seasons, out of the cabinet because she had a whole fucking organizer. And then she'd make dinner and you'd ask for seasoning. She'd be upset that you didn't her unseasoned food. (laughs) I'll be, I'm happy that the lack of flavor introduced me to Worcestershire sauce and steak sauce. I never used that. Dude, Arby's, you never had Arby's? No. You go to Arby's, you get a roast beef sandwich, you gotta put a little oh, horsey oh, sauce oh, on no. it. Oh, no, I've I've been to Arby's. I just said oh, yeah. I would go for the curly fries as a kid. Oh, so but good. as an as an adult, um I if I got a steak, I didn't put steak sauce. I knew people use steak sauce, but I was like, no, the, the merits are in the meat. Yeah, you shouldn't eat steak sauce if the meat is cooked well and it's flavored. Um yeah, yeah so and it was just never a thing in the house. Like the only sauce would be used is when it's being cooked, and that's it. Right. Um and so <laughs> her mom would get offended. And now it's to the point that she right on it. She, she knows. And I can't, I can't blame her. Cause I think she knows that she's not, I'm, I'm in my ways. I'm in my sixties. I'm going to cook the way I cook. Sure. I understand you're still eating the food. Yeah. You're not begrudging me on it, but you might need this to be able to eat well, it. Why can't you but, season the food? I, like, uh, because she's Italian and it would be offensive. That's true. Yeah, my, but like my wife makes <laughs> certain things. She like, if she makes potato salad, I fucking love potato salad when she makes potato salad, but she won't put too much salt in it. Cause she, uh, she well, you allows can't you to salt. She, well, she does that so that yeah. you can put as much salt as you want. You can flavor yep. it yourself, which, which is, is perfect. Fine. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Well, some people like more salt. Some people don't. So that's just yeah. the way it I works out. I think it's out, an older but... generation thing where they get offended. If yeah. They, like augment the meal they make for you. I think like, you're right. I, you're definitely right. Because like, my just, grandmother is old Italian. And she's the same way. Oh, so I didn't even tell you. Oh, we, we've been talking a long time already. I had to, yeah. I'm not going to get into the details, but I had to bring my, my grandmother to the emergency room uh, at, oh, at the sorry. hospital by us. Uh, it wasn't a big deal. Uh, I was bringing her for other things and she was having some trouble breathing. They said, just bring her to the emergency room. We ended up waiting there for like five, six hours and nobody saw her. And we ended up just going home because she was feeling better. But dude, that emergency room is a shithole now. <laughs> I don't oh, know if you've been fuck. over there. I saw at least four people that In which were- Which place? Uh, the, the hospital, at the hospital. Oh, oh, uh, what no. the hell is it oh. called now? Garnet? Yes. Yeah, yeah the, the big I, hospital. I try to avoid it. Oh, my God, Judy, it was terrible. It. We waited forever. Nobody, we didn't even talk to anybody. We waited hours and hours and hours. Nobody saw us. With that, despite me getting up multiple times and like, hey, you know what's going on? They're like, we just don't have the beds. Um, I saw at least four different people that I don't know if they were mentally ill or if they were on drugs. There was uh, one woman who they like called a code or whatever. She was fucking screaming. Like the doors opened into the ER and she was just standing there with a crowd of staff around her screaming. Like, don't fucking touch me. Don't you fucking touch me. Fuck you. Fuck you. There was uh, a woman who was sitting out in the the foyer, like between the two sets of doors. Yeah. And the security guard told her she couldn't sit there. And she starts screaming at him. She's like, fuck you. I was sitting here all fucking day yesterday. Why the fuck can't I sit here? And he was like. You can't. You're just not allowed. It has to be clear here. If we have to get people coming in and out. Yeah, there if might you be have a, a stretcher, like they a stretcher coming yeah. in and out. She's like, you can't. She's like, fuck you, fuck you. Don't fucking touch me. Go fuck yourself. I'm gonna fucking sue you. Fuck you. He's just screaming at this poor security guard. Then uh, another dude who came up was screaming at the the 
front desk because he was waiting to be seen. He was like, what the fuck's going on here? This fucking bullet screaming at him. And then the, my favorite was this dude came in and they have security where they make you go through a metal detector and shit. Yeah. And uh, they made him go through and he immediately just went, why are you making me go through the metal detector? And he was like, the dude was like, everybody's got to go through. Everybody. It's important to mention the security guard was a black dude. He was like, everybody yeah. has to go through. And this guy, well, I'll tell you what he said. He was like, why are you making me? He's like, why? Because I'm fu- you think I'm fucking black? Because I'm Latino? Is that why you're making me go through the metal detector? And he just starts going, I'm not here to kill anybody. I'm not here to shoot anybody, which makes everybody tense. And he starts stripping. Yeah. He started taking his clothes off. He's like, I don't got a gun. I don't got a gun. Look. Fucking look. And he just strips down to his underwear. And he's just standing there in his underwear. I swear. He was on drugs. I'm pretty sure he was on drugs. Yeah, the isolation from COVID has driven everybody crazy too. Well, so then the other thing I noticed, because I'm sitting by the triage desk, I don't know why, there was a little area for pediatrics and they put me and my grandmother, who's 89, there. I don't know why they put us there, but it was like a little secluded area. And I, dude, I must have seen 100 people come into that ER, maybe not 100, but high, 70, 80, I don't know. Yeah. I think one per there was one little kid that was there for a valid reason. I said to uh, my grandmother, and I, he must have been in an executive hospital. He was wearing a suit with another guy with a suit. Like just happened to stop mm-hmm. and ask me how it was going. Probably because he was walking past me and only me, and felt like he had to say something because I was looking at him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I told them both. I was like, I remember when I was a kid. Like you went to the ER because you like cut your finger off, or you broke yeah, your like leg, you actually or you to cracked your skull open. Everybody that came in, it was like I have a sore throat. I've had a stomach ache for a couple of days. I've had stomach cramps for the last day. I woke up with, with, I woke up with, uh, I threw up this morning. I was like, these are like urgent care patients or like not even yep. go to the hospital patients. It was all stuff like that. So it was like, no one of this place is fucking crowded. There's all these people that are here for urgent care or general physician stuff. And the guy, the guy, the suit dude said to me, he was like, yeah, he's like a lot of people are treat the ER like they're their physician's office now because i don't know if they don't have anywhere else to go or they're not sure or what but it was just packed with people with like really simple i don't want to say simple could have been something worse but like stuff that i would never go to the ER for is stuff that's not immediately life right well that's just what you have the energy to argue you definitely have the energy to go to urgent care well that's what i said i was like it's emergency room it's something that you can't wait for so if you're sitting here waiting for eight hours for it you shouldn't be here. Like you should yeah. be in urgent care. Like a woman came and was literally like, I woke up with stomach cramps last night. I was like, dude, I had crazy stomach cramps the previous week from a stomach flu. I was in major pain for like 36 straight hours with bad stomach cramps. And I was like, I didn't even think of coming to the emergency room. Look, so anyway, I feel, I feel like Garnet is really badly run, but that situation, it, it the insanity that is like what has happened to people mentally yeah that's a lot of um, it um really does not help it well that's why I, I when i was talking forget that the people running the places are also emotionally affected too. sure so that's what i said that's what i said to the guy who was around i was like yeah i'm sure COVID has a lot to do with it people were just like started freaking out immediately and then just start getting a call for something they're like oh my god world's ending you know now we were we've gotten out of that phase where like i'm going to die where it's we know that you're probably gonna be okay but people's mental state could still be there in that state of panic. Like I have to go to the emergency room. Yeah. I have a cough, had a cough for two days. I have to go to the emergency room. I have a sore throat. I have to go to the emergency room. But yeah, it we sucked because I'm that. sitting there that with that my us. 89 year old grandmother who can't breathe. And I'm like, she needs to see somebody. And there's people coming in with like stomach aches. And I'm like, fuck, this is not the way the medical, I mean, our medical healthcare yeah. system is so fucked anyway. Yeah. I uh, feel like I wouldn't be so well adjusted about COVID if um i didn't work the entirety of covid yeah. i held three different jobs 
throughout the entirety of it. And it gave me a good, like, well-rounded idea of... Sure. No, that of, makes like, sense. how I was... I can handle it. I mean, for, I didn't... I wasn't well-adjusted until my son got it first. When he got it, it was kind of like that... I actually felt relief. I was so relieved because I was like... This dam has finally broken. Yeah, I don't have to keep waiting for it and have the anxiety of when is it going to happen. It happened. Yeah. And then once I got it and my wife got it and both of us were really okay and fine. You know, we're, we were both vaccinated. I don't know if that had anything to do with it or not, but we were both vaccinated and everything. I don't know. But um, we were kind of like, okay, we had it. It's over. It wasn't that big of a deal for us. And then it kind of like relaxed a little bit. But yeah, my son having it first was like, that was it. I was like, I, I, the sense of relief I felt, I felt bad because I'm like, he's got COVID. And I like feel good. And I'm like happy. It's just like, yeah. finally, it's, it's, it's happened two years plus, like almost two years in. I think it was close to two years at that point. So I don't know. All right. Yeah, man. I think I got enough time to go and pick up a BLT or something. <laughs> All right. Yes. And we got a lot of time in. We got a ton of time in. I don't think we even had like any, usually we do two hours, but there's like 10 minutes where we had a break or something. And, Man, this is a long one. I got a lot of editing to do, especially with the fucking squeaky chair. <laughs> so, hey, guys, thank you for, for listening to the episode. Uh, sorry for the, the, the delay. Hopefully we can get back to being more regular. We just had a lot of stuff going on with illnesses and shit going on that in our homes that we had to deal with. And uh, we, we do appreciate you listening. Hopefully we'll be back next week. Uh, I don't really have anything else to say. I don't have any reason to give you to go like, uh, like us on whatever Twitter nope, or Facebook. Just season your goddamn just, food. Se- yeah, season your food, man. Don't let people fucking choke on your meat. <laughs>